Hello and welcome to the Gust of Wind podcast. I'm Gazerine 2K, your uh, delightful, humble host. Next to me is Steuben, your other delightful, humble host. Steuben, I'm feeling all the positivity today. How are you doing, man? I'm alive. He's alive. He's alive. Um, yeah, all right. This recording's going on a little bit earlier than normal. Um, of course, anyone listening to this, it won't really matter when you know when we're recording this. But uh, for me, this is 9.30 a.m. Steuben, what time is it for you? 12.36 p.m. Oh, that's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. I've been up for a couple hours. Um, you've been up for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, no work today, so you're not at the card shop. Um, how's that been going, though? How's your week at the card shop? Everything good? It's a ghost town. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, well, I mean... it. You know, it. We're, people are waiting for releases. I mean, we've had some pre-registrations for the League Cup for next month and all that stuff, but uh, there was a Digimon release, I think, that was like what two weeks ago the set dropped last weekend and like people have been slowly buying some of those cards and sealed products for it but we have way too much uh digimon and i think the owner finally like is like pulling the reins back on how much he orders since the community's kind of dying off in general not just like at our store but like that game is it's fading fast isn't that what bandai typically does though yeah, because all the uh, all the players have moved away from Digimon to One Piece, and, One Piece. And, and then and then they and they announced that Battle Spirits game Battle which Spirits. Is out now, and it had like that million dollar prize pool thing going on for it. But uh-huh. uh, why would they just not give the other games like that kind of prize? Trying to breathe. Like, they've had Dragon oh. Ball for all these years, and it still sells quite well for what it is. There's still a tournament scene for all of these games. But why would you bring a game that's failed in the West two times back to the West and say, hey, hey, come on, million dollars? <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah, I, it seems like Bandai uh, dips their paintbrush in too much ink. Does that make any sense? I don't know. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. Um, like, they, One Piece is... It... Go ahead. I'm not just going to say that it seems like they don't let... Um... Once one card game breathe long enough to you know really be successful, they don't... They'll put... Hell of you know effort into it promotional wise, and then after a while, like okay, on to the next, and then they'll stop, you know, giving uh, releases and and you know just support for that for that set, for that. Oh, uh, game. I mean, they're they're all still getting product. They're all still getting product. No, I know that, like, but it's like you know the, the support, support stuff. But yeah, they're so not, they're, like not, the they're, not getting, they're not getting the like that million dollar prize pool or whatever that like they gave to the battle spirits. That is clearly a flop yet again. Yeah, yeah I'll just sit with Pokemon, and I might start dabbling the magic. I don't know. Magic, wow. Again, and Ma- uh, magic, shout the dark magic side the gazering. Magic, <laughs> it could be. My <laughs> cha- uh, change my screen name, Magic the Gazering. But no, uh, I was in a three. I was at a three K this weekend. Mm-hmm. Happened to be at Dark Side Games in Las Vegas, Nevada, and um, I was commentating with uh, the lovely Pokey Emmy. We all know Emmy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And. Dark side. That's my first time at the shop. I meant to go the week before, but couldn't make it. Had to do some stuff for my grandma, so I got there last weekend. And I get there Friday night. And uh, Josh Hatter, shout out to Josh and Andrew. And I finally met Don, the owner. But yeah, Josh showed me around. And, you know, told me when we're doing doing a Saturday and what Emmy needs to do and this and that. And I look at the store, and there's magic posters and there's magic cards and there's a whole wall behind glass of like the most expensive magic cards. And just like yeah, this whole row right here is probably worth you know eight G's just on its own. Just these five cards and. I was like, this is this is huge. And then they have like a box, booster boxes, 
and they're not all full. You know, they're missing a few packs. So you know, people buy them. But they have booster boxes in basically each set that's ever come out, and those boxes go for like four hundred, five hundred dollars on their own. Empty boxes. Hmm. Yeah. And no, I mean, Magic's uh, uh, massive. Yeah, it's huge. And uh, yeah, it is. They, they just have and I look from when I played in high school. Rings collaboration oh, thing. That there's another one coming up, they, and I, that's what I love about Magic. They'll collab with different, different entities and properties. And there's another one coming up for uh, Doctor Who. Ah, they're doing a Doctor Who said they did Walking Dead before they did Doctor doing Doctor Who they did Lord of the Rings and they collab with anybody. But yeah, I looked from uh when I first started playing back in high school, I played for like a, a year maybe in high school and I looked at the expansions. I like okay, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I played during seven expansions. Okay, cool. And I you know my set the sets I played were like on the first row and the second row and everything else is like it's like five rows after that. I'm like wow, I've been out the game for a while. Did you and have, that you means have, I played early on cards at all still? I do, I do. You might have some money. <laughs> I have to have someone uh, check that out for me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I was, I was at the Dark Side 3K. It went pretty well. Um, there was an interesting deck. I'll talk about it later. There was a very interesting deck that made top eight. Uh, I mean, I were surprised by it. But yeah, we uh, the, the booth is set up nicely there. It's, it's, it's a great time. If you guys want to head over to darksidegames.com and use code word GAL, they can save how much, Zubin? 10% on singles. 10% on singles. So uh, make sure you check that out. Shout out to Darkside for the sponsorship. Um, they are getting Obsidian Flames very soon, and they have pre-releases coming up this weekend. So if you're in the Las Vegas area, head over to Darkside Games in Las Vegas, Nevada. Sign up for the pre-releases. They have two back-to-back on Saturday, and I think they have a following one that following Wednesday, I believe, or Saturday. Have to double-check. But um, yeah, I was in there. The shop is great, man. Shop is great. Plenty of room to play. They own, like, four different buildings. They have a... a Cell phone, uh, case kiosk. They have another uh, room just specifically for bulk. It's it's a big place, man. I want them to turn into basically what like a tabletop village is and full get games. You know, I want them to be like that for like the West Coast. You know what I mean? I mean, right. technically, isn't tabletop village on the West Coast? That's the Pacific Northwest. It's different. It's, it's still the West Coast. <laughs> I mean, come on. My dream is, and I, I got to talk to Josh and Andrew and Don about this. When they become super duper big, I move to Las Vegas and I become their tricky gym. Okay. Man's um, got a plan already, you know. He's got yeah, to set, I got a plan out. Out. set Instead of being your, set it up that nest egg. <laughs> Instead of being, you know, uh, Andrew Mahone, I'll be Andre Mahomes. <laughs> I'm thinking that I put on like a, a cat, wear it backwards. What's going on, guys? Andre Mahomes here. You know, something like that, man. That's you're what gonna, I'm you're gonna get us canceled and again. You're, you're, yeah, you're gonna scam everyone. It's just <laughs> just just move along. This this is a failed bit. Come on. It's not a bit. It's my dream, man. Leave my dreams alone. Your dreams are just bits because you throw, you go to all these Twitch channels and throw twenty five of them at everybody once at a time. <laughs> but no, nah, man. But yeah, I, I do like going to people's Twitch channels, man. So, showing support. Um, I was in a stream the other day, and dude was playing this wacky deck, man. And, and I checked out his YouTube plays wacky decks all the time, bro. I think mm. you know what I'm talking about, man. Yes. Yeah. If only they weren't. LDF. That's call. right. I'm talking about LDF, oh man. If only he wasn't in this call the entire time and having conversation <laughs> with us, Gazer. One of these days, the, the Blues Clues uh, intros are just going to have to die, man. Never. That was a good segue. That was a really good segue. <laughs> Thank I like you. That, Thank that you. was it. I have to back it. I have to back See? it. I can't lie. That was a good segue. Thank you, Sean. Segue. But then he threw shade. Yeah, yeah. Then he threw shade. Game's the game. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> like I said, like I said, for the win is the UK version of LDF. LDF is the Canadian version of of dark of uh, dark intro gaming. 
it's okay. We have He's different versions. Yeah, he is the OG, uh, and he's 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 been back at it uh, in the he's past. Back back. Yeah, yeah, in the past like six months, he's been full on. So it's cool to see it again. He's back, back. Speaking of back, uh, Super, you want to let everyone know who's back on our podcast today? Yes, we are joined today by For the Win TCG. Uh, so this is their second time on the pod. It's been like what mm. 14, 16 months, something like that. Somewhere around since there. you yeah. was like our, yeah. what, our third on our third or fourth episode. Yeah, you were like early on, like in the, yeah. the 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 baby the baby pod days. We didn't um, know what we were doing. We had seven listeners a week. You know, we have that a few hundred somehow. So uh, yeah. I still don't know what I'm doing everybody. though. So that, that didn't change. Nothing. Some things Thank never you, changed. everyone who uh, listens. Of course, uh, there was. I have to mention. Uh, we got tagged on Twitter this week by Pokemon Crossroads. It's like a uh, article site that talks about podcasts and like pushes them out. And like they had an article about like reviews where it's like you know everybody at the end of the podcast, blah 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 reviews, blah blah blah, and they like just highlighted a few re- few of these reviews. And, you know, there's two normal ones in this third one. I don't oh. know what platform this is on. <laughs> the title of the review is, I like this podcast. They gave it a five-star <laughs> review. And and right. the description was the best Pokemon TCG podcast. But the username was GazerSuck69. Oh and they God. put this in their article. And I don't think they realized what they put in their article. Oh, Jesus. I told Sue, I said, hey, if he gets his recognition, I accept it. That's fine. <laughs> and it's also dated from last year. Take the L. It's it is, dated for all, yeah, the, all the reviews are from like a year ago. Yeah. So like oh I don't know where God. these reviews are if they're on Apple, because I don't have any Apple products. I can't see any of the Apple reviews. So if you guys are leaving us reviews on Apple, let us know if this is you because I have no idea. I can't I can't see anything uh on the Apple side. I have no Apple products whatsoever. But just the fact that they like put this article, we're like the first one in the article. Like, there's not like we're the first pod in the article. Our review is the first, <laughs> and then Gazer mm-hmm. sucks sixty nine. <laughs> so, this podcast is great. I love this one for TCG. Gazer sucks sixty nine. Yeah. <laughs> so wh- yeah, that was interesting. I didn't are. know there was a such thing. I didn't know <laughs> such thing as Pokemon Podcast Review Month. I didn't know that's the thing, man. Or Pokemon Podcast Month, whatever it was. That's yeah. That's it's kind of neat. News to me too. So shout out to them for <laughs> highlighting us. But the fact that Gazer Sex 69 made it into their article <laughs> is pretty legendary, I'm not gonna lie. Gazer Sucks, wherever you are, man, we appreciate you. We salute you. Uh, I wish I had an Apple product to leave reviews like that. <laughs> so you're saying you'll make burner accounts? N- no, you no, no. I just wish I had you an guys Apple. heard it here first, Stupin will make burner accounts to Give positive reviews to anything you ask for. Just hit up Stuben. And yeah, no, that's that's more of a gazer scam. Oh, that rate job. fee. You know what I'm saying? Get a yeah. bit of mood for it. Yeah, you know? yeah. Ten ten dollars yeah. each. Is that right? Set. Ten dollars for ten words. <laughs> Dollar a word. This podcast fee. good. It fun. It, it fun. <laughs> C- caveman reviews coming soon to a new YouTube channel near you. Oh, oh, actually, you know what? Shit, that's actually a genius idea. Write that down. You've heard of girlfriend later. reviews. How about caveman reviews? <laughs> caveman go uh, drink grog like game five star product good make me feel good work effectively. <laughs> but no, Sean, man, it's it's good to have you back, man. It's been uh, over a year. Appreciate um, it. a lot's changed for us, but I know a lot has changed for you personally. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. 
go go just catch us up on everything we've missed man what, you, 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 you have to wrap a whole year's worth of content? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real quick. Give us a, a year's redo quickly, Sean. <laughs> all right, you've got 30 seconds. Uh, now go. And go. I'm, I'm doing well, and I'm doing all right. Um, Jesus, from back then, um, just been ke keeping the grind up, man. Keeping it going. Keep pushing. Uh, it's, it's paid off well by the looks of it. Gone through uh, a few little uh, micro journeys, I guess you could say. Um, mm -hmm. Joins the Shuffle Squad at one point. Um take uh honestly just really involved myself went to neic which was my first ever event um that was an amazing time um and really just yeah that, that's what i've been up to recently in terms of in terms of this stuff um just yeah keeping the grammar going keeping on top of it as much as i can and also trying to evolve my content in in better ways too that's been a massive priority of mine recently it's just like really trying to max out um the content in, for the viewer less less in terms of you know how much they enjoy it because usually when you're making content, it's usually like um, how efficient is it in the creation process and how good is it for the viewer? That is always a bit of a, they always kind of clash a little bit, right? So if you make it more efficient for yourself or easier, that's efficient isn't the right word. If it's easier for yourself, often it doesn't make it as good for the viewer. Whereas if you put more work in, uh, then it works out better for the viewer. So I'm trying to, I've been recently trying to switch over into that of putting more effort and stuff. Uh, so that's been a big uh, priority of mine in, in that journey too. So that's what I've been up to, um, just as, as a quick summary for the past year, yeah. I feel like it's been paying off, man. I see the yeah. difference. Um, it just hit me right now. Super, I think when we first had him on, he only had, what, five? Four, four five. or 5K or something like that. Four, and, and now it was like 5K. Like, it just hit me. I'm like, wow, well, that was... Well over double. Yeah, yeah, you only had 5K at the time. I remember talking about that. And I was like, wow, that's impressive. Um, you know what I mean? Because Subin, you were sitting there with like, what, 700? And you were kind of, you know, bummed out about that. Something small, I don't remember. Yeah, then he was at five K. We're like, wow, that's that's big boy numbers right there. Good job, Sean. And you're talking about, well, you know, well, since I'm big now, you, you I remember you made that statement for something. You like, uh, you know, I, I look at uh, some of the views I get. You know, I'm like, oh, I get disappointed about those views, but now I look at these views now. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, like you weren't bragging, but you were like, you know, you're talking about the growth from when you first started to even yes. having five K, and yes. even yes. now from five K to close to almost fourteen. Yes. I'm sure you. Yeah. I'm, oh my, it's, it's gotta be mind blowing, man. Um. It's what really are the emotions cool. you feel about that? So, like, what are some of the emotions you feel going through all that? It was really nice to achieve um, the goal. I remember when I last spoke to you, I think the goal was 10K by the end of the year. I think I achieved it in February, so just slightly cool. after the end of the year. So it was nice to achieve that goal um, that I set for myself. Because, yeah, hard work pays off. It's as simple as that. So, like, now I'm just, I'm still on, I'm on the next goal, right? I want to get to 20. I want to get to mm. 100K eventually. Like, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm shooting for the stars now. Um Funnily enough, mainly because of the advice of my son. I sort of talked to my son about it a lot, and he's quite interested in that kind of stuff, right? Because he wants to YouTube and he's older. Um, and he's like, yeah, go for it, man. Nothing's impossible. And these, this is a 10-year-old kid. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, let's go. Um, so go so for it, man. Just go. Yeah, he's kind of pushed me forward in my goals as well. But anyway, going back, yeah, it's, 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 it's somewhat surreal feeling. But honestly, I think it's just the best way I could say it is it's, it's, it's quite nice. It's, it's quite nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the growth, though, like that, just to, to well over double and then just that amount mm. of time. Uh, your mm. editing also recently has been killer. I love I love the cuts and, and everything. Uh, it's been it's been super awesome to see the growth. I'm glad I'm glad. Yeah, the cuts was, I was very scared to do. I was very scared to do that because um, I was sitting there looking at my content, looking at everyone else's content as well, going, what's the next step here? Like. You know, it, it's been just record intro, play game, you know, play game, play game, end. And that, mine's still kind of that. But I was like, 
what's the next step, right? Because the, the scene has to keep evolving. Right? It has mm -hmm. to keep growing in some sort of direction. And I thought, well, for me, after I watched a um, an interview, do you, do you know Marquez Brownlee, uh, MKBHD on YouTube? Mm -hmm. No, he's, he's like a massive YouTube. He's like 10, 20 million subs. Like that. He did an interview with Mr. Beast, did a tour of his like studio and stuff. And I asked Mr. Beast one question at the end. He said, you know, what's the one advice you'd give to YouTubers? And this is Mr. Beast, you listen, right? When he gives yeah, advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, make the best videos you possibly can and everything else will follow. Subs, all of that will follow. Just make the best videos you can. Mm. And I was like, I looked to myself and went, well, I'm not doing that. You know, I'm making videos, fine, but I know I could do more. And I was like, I'm going to do that. And that's that's kind of what motivated the change. Um, so I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad it's worked out. As I said, I was scared. I did have a bit of backlash at the start because it is quite quick, right? You know, it's it's like, you know, this happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. But... I think it. I think it pays off. I think because uh, it's it, it you helps. still follow along, and it feels you like still get it. Yeah. It feels like we're getting the content just faster, but more effectively, like you were mentioning. Yeah. So and you can still see what's happening. I made mm -hmm. sure a big priority of mine was to make sure you could still follow. That was massive for me. I was like, right, we can't sacrifice the integrity of the game and what's being played there, um, and the journey of that game for the sake of just being quicker. Because yeah. the goal wasn't to be quicker; it was to be more engaging. That's what I wanted: higher engagement. Um, because the original videos weren't doing it for me because I wouldn't watch them, right? That was a big indicator. Would I watch my own videos? No. Now, yes. That's the big difference that's for me. So that's, 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 that's so that's interesting. So you would make a video and you were like, okay, this is good enough. And if the tables were reversed, the tables were turned, you wouldn't watch that video yourself, huh? That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I was doing it just to get a video done, right? I was still enjoying it, but it was just to get a video done. But now I'm like, I can, I, I can go a week without making a video, and that's fine. As long as the next video I make is going to be one that I want to watch myself and mm -hmm. one that I would be proud of releasing effectively. Going, well, I gave, I put my skill in there. I did what I could okay. to a, a reasonable degree. Good old quality over quantity debate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, like, my, my frequency is reduced to like every two days of video now, but it's worth it. It's so much worth it, in my opinion. Wait, you're still getting content out there. You're still getting what two or three videos? I mean, three or four videos a week out almost. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's top right. notch. You know, you come out with some very creative decks. Um, you've been putting in a few shorts. I seen the uh, was it uh, not Wordle, but uh, PokeX Word. Poke, yeah, PokeX Word. There you go. Yes, I've been seeing some of those shorts like that. So you're you're doing mm -hmm. your thing, John. So I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. So in the time that we have had you on and and uh we we've definitely changed a little bit and so when you were first on you, you didn't get to do uh the uh the icebreaker thing that we always do with the first time guests so mm -hmm. even though you're not a first time guest we still want to do our icebreaker the six prize turn with you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're going to shoot random questions rapid fire Okay. And we're going to take turns going back and forth between Gazer and I. And they, they may or may not be Pokemon related. They could be anything. Uh, just blurt out the first come, first serve kind of answer to it. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. okay. Gazer, do you have your questions? Are you going to get mad I if, have if I've allegedly two. stolen them? I have two. I'll think of a third as I'm going along. And if you steal them, I will be upset. You're okay. right. You want to go first then? <laughs> I'll let you I'll lead so I don't steal your questions. <laughs> I, I, get one I prefer off. to like just come up with mine off the top of the dome. Yeah, well, I mean, I, these two I came up with, you know, in the last 20 minutes. So, yeah, the third one I have to just come up out of nowhere. But, okay, this one, Sean, question number one. Um, favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, chocolate chip uh, mint. Interesting. Mint chocolate chip, yeah. If you weren't creating YouTube content, what would you be doing right now? 
uh, making music. I think we talked about that before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have, and I've seen I've seen you on a one of your very few live streams talk about music before. I wish mm-hmm. you stream more often. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, second question from me: um, least favorite Gen One Pokemon. Least, Voltorb. Mm-hmm. Why? It's a Pokeball. <laughs> it's boring. <laughs> I would say Electro is even more boring. It's you turn it upside down. I think he's got a bit of a better look on his face. Voltorb just looks basic. Yeah, I mean, you it's, a po- it's a Pokeball with eyes and eyebrows. Doesn't mean Voltorb I don't like it. You just asked my least favorite. That, that I'd say Voltorb's my least favorite. Doesn't mean he's I don't a basic like ball. It. You heard it here. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite non-Pokemon franchise in media? Oof, God, that changes a lot. Currently, uh, RuneScape. Like modern or like classic? Classic. Okay. Old school. Okay. We're going to see some RuneScape content pretty soon or what? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you have to use Sea uh, Shanty uh, in, in one of your videos, please. Yeah. Oh, God, God, That's yeah, like the yeah. background track. I might sneak it. I might sneak it. Maybe, maybe at the end. Yeah. Okay. All <laughs> right. Maybe the intro. Steve Shanty Trap. Yeah. I think there's a trap version of it. There you go. Perfect. I've been following, this is kind of off topic. I've been following a Scarzig, you know, Adam Watson, you know, lately, at the, you know, on his Twitter and his, his Twitch mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He plays so much of everything, man. Yeah. I've seen Runeterra. I've seen RuneScape. I've seen Pokemon. He just does everything. I'm like, this guy just does it all. By all means. Yeah. <laughs> all right. My last question. Um, Win for the win, Gazer collaboration. Ha <laughs> uh, We could do a stream collab. Let's go. Yeah, I'm down. Let's I'm go. Maybe play some games and stuff. Sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a good like six prize turn question. That's more that's of a like, great question. You, it's more of that, like you. That is coercing me. That's what it is. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that is that is putting me on the spot, but <laughs> no, no, I'm down. Though. I'm down. I'm down. Okay. Final question then. What is the next EX card that you're most excited to build a deck around? Uh, Glimora EX. For sure. Yeah, it looks interesting. Yeah. I love disruption stuff. I love disruption stuff. So, yeah. Are you are you thinking like Gita in there to power it up? Gita. or That or it, it's a two price. It's a two energy cost attacker, right? Two fighting. That yeah. or just straight two fighting. manual attachment, paths, judges, you know. Just go down that road. Um, I really enjoyed those kinds of deck. I'm doing that. I've done that with Noivan. I've done that with um, Slow King. I think just doing that's fine. It have, you have Ascension as well, don't you? Still, so mm-hmm. you could, you know, if you, I guess if you're going second, you could do Ascension. But um, yeah, I think just a simple attach, evolve, uh, Raihans, EXP shares, stuff like that. I think that's probably what I would go for, okay. rather than anything too too funky. Yeah, I, it I, seems to I be the some... most uh, weird EX I think out of uh, everything. Weird? You think it's weird? In comparison to the other cards, yeah. Glimora, yeah, the, the, the wording is so strange. I, I get it, but it's very extra. I'm going to show you guys. We'll talk We'll talk about some Ascidian Flames a little bit later, but um, Gita is a card I'm really excited for. That's that's the card right there. I'll explain to you why. I'll explain later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that was the sixth prize turn. Um, to be real, Sean, you handled that very well. You Thank weren't you. flustered. You weren't, you know, nothing got to you. You handled that very well. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, I mean, you, I did, you, did, you did tell this, you're taking a lot of thinking. You put him on the spot, Gazer. That's what you did. Yeah. He's, he's still <laughs> having that very well, though. I would appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate no. It. No collab. <laughs>
No clubs. <laughs> Not no, I'm down for clubs, man. Anyone reaches out, I'm up for it. I, I love, I love that idea. To be honest with you. Just be prepared for the chat to troll you even more than they normally do, because with all they do with Gazer is just troll him the entire time. I, I, get I see it. Yeah, yeah. over. He said, I see it. <laughs> She's like, I've seen it before. Yeah, I'm there. I'm, I'm, I'm in the shadows, bro. I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> It'll bleed over to you a little bit. They'll be like, wow. But my 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 own comment section like trolling me all the time. But it's cool. Is I, I get it, man. I get it. They I like do. Being I mean, kind of a, a, the meme. early on when you used to misplay like five times a game. Mm-hmm. It was it was so easy to <laughs> it was so easy to it was so easy to troll you about stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, bring it on. It's fun. It's fun. I I think if they enjoy that, that's that's worth it for me. Because <laughs> it keeps on coming back for more too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, there's that. But also, just at the end of the day, it's fun. I like that. Yeah, I wish I had haters because they're also free views. <laughs> <laughs> I think of a LDF. LDF oh, has a Samuel Sim- Simco. Samuel Simco. Yeah. Sim- yeah. Huh? You know about that? The the one guy no. just he so he has this dude that just always comments and it's always like super oh. negative. The Samuel Simcoe oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he mentioned it to me actually when we did the pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember now. I don't really have that. I have a guy who watches me all the time and constantly comments what I've done wrong in in terms of playstyle in that video, like the misplays I made and stuff. Like very like, oh, you could have done this. You should have done this. You should have done this. Da, da, da. But they're never hating. They're just extremely critical every single video. Sean, I took my um, notes in a you, um, at at two minute at the two minute mark. You should have you know got like that, but no yeah, LDF yeah, 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 just hates. Time. You know I LDF plays really bad decks. I don't know why you guys watch him and why you guys put up with his nonsense. Uh, Little Dark have... Fury shouldn't be playing. Shouldn't be uh, making content. This is terrible. Stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, no, sod all that. I mean, the best, the what, the most hate I think I've had so far is. I think when LDF raided me on Twitch and someone said, I don't want to watch him, he's annoying. And that, that's the worst I've had, honestly, which is fine by me. I don't mind that. Yeah. Um, not built for everyone. That's that's fine. Everyone's yeah. not for everyone. And I've, I've learned that and I, I live with that. Oh, and that's yeah. Fine. Everyone's yeah, not for I've everyone. Loads, I've had loads of suggestions about what I should like. Someone said they didn't like my laugh. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop that just for your preference. I'm being myself, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, people so you get that. But... Comes and stuff like that. Like, yeah, you can't yeah, change that... how you're going to laugh. Like, that's exactly. just who you, you do, are. It's not, it's not exactly at that point. You're, you're, you're trying to please someone, and then at that point, you're just going to end up at a dead end because you can't please everyone, obviously. So, mm-hmm. mm. people, people, people. Yeah, yeah. As the chat says right now, laugh better. No, that was too good. That was too good to not like. Yeah, that respond was good, to that was perfect. <laughs> that was absolutely Shout out to perfect. Too, man. Shout out to I was also told I, I read a comment on my video. Was it yesterday or, or the other day? And someone said I was, I was dangerously close to laughing like Seth Rogen. I have very two two laughs. One that's very like sharp and aggressive, and one that's very Seth Rogeny. I've noticed. Oh, I mean, that, anybody can laugh like, like Seth Rogen. Kind of we'll, like... we'll work. We can workshop this right here. I'll teach you how to laugh like Seth Rogen. Okay, let's see. Yeah, yeah. So you you start with like a hi yeah, like hi yeah. Like a, like a ninja noise, and then just bring it down, and then do it faster. Like he's got to be a deep kind of roll. Everybody can Seth Rogen Yeah, exactly. That's there. You go. That's that's it's, we've workshopped it now. Everyone that's listening to this can laugh like Seth Rogen at home with us. If you guys yeah. want more Seth Rogen laugh lessons, please contact Steuben. Hit him in his DMs. You know, I honestly like my my dream when I was younger was to be a voice actor. So. I mean, I think that's like everyone's dream at some point in time. Mm. No, not no. mine. 
What? Especially I never watched the cartoon. You never watched the cartoon. Say, hey, I want to do that. I want to do that. No. What? No, I haven't. No. I've enjoyed it, and I, I respect it by all means. It's far, it's far, it's far harder than people would say. I would expect, or would think, but nah, I never wanted to do it. Uh, yeah, I, I wish I had more opportunities to like put it out there. Like, I can't illustrate or animate anything like that, so I'd, I have to like find someone. Hey, so anyone out there ever, ever wants a you know like a voice for something? Hit me up. I would uh, love to do it. Mm-hmm. We have a local out here, and uh, she doesn't play too often. She plays maybe once or twice a month. Um. Her name is a uh, Mouse Alchemist. She does voice acting for uh, a lot of a. Uh, you guys know the YouTuber, Pokemon YouTuber, Lock and Stock, Lock and Stock, Stock and, What's the name? Lock and I can never say his name. I can never say his name right. Lock and Scoggin. Never heard mm-hmm. of it. No. No, he's yeah. he's a good YouTuber. But yeah, she does voice acting for him, and he's he's a big YouTuber. He's very good too. I mm. can't. I can't even type his name. I'll send you guys a link later, but he's a great YouTuber. <laughs> There's a lot of different videos about a Pokemon. Um, usually a video game related, just lore related. A lot of lore videos. But um, yeah. she does a lot of his voice acting when he does other things. So I, I kind of know someone who's kind of famous. Just saying. <laughs> I, I kind of know someone. Gazer with the humble brags, as always. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So uh, uh, we do have on on our itinerary uh, a little bit of a jump, I guess. Cause we talked about the YouTube group and like what caused it already. Uh, so Gazer put that in a little bit too far. Good job, Gazer. Uh, but the next thing on here is uh, yeah, sure uh, <laughs> is is uh, the Shuffle Squad. So ultimately, what what happened with that? You 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 were you were in there. And then a flash in the pan, and then you were gone. If you're if you're allowed to talk about it, if you want to talk about it, we're very curious as to what happened ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I did make a video breaking it down. It's pretty much that. I mean, um, everyone at Shuffle Squad was super supportive. Uh, PJ in particular, um, he's you know popped in with me every now and then. He's been fantastic. Um, who's one of the managers at the Shuffle Squad? I spoke to LDF briefly after. Uh, um, Briefly after leaving as well, and he um, yeah showed um, shared some support there. Um, basically, what it was is I was uh, taking on too much load. I think for myself mm-hmm. at that point, where it was affecting my channel, um, and I was effectively required to do certain things with being with the Shuffle Squad, which you know you, you can see it yourself. You know people tweeting out do this and do that. Just you know sponsorship requirements. Mm-hmm. That's normal and not unheard of. Um, and me being, and I was mentioning the fact that I was chasing ADHD, but I was looking into chasing ADHD, which I'm going for the process now, which is why I got the blood work done today, Gazer. Yeah, so that was what it was for. Mm-hmm. Um, so me recognizing that, the fact that I may have that, basically I'm very forgetful. <laughs> so having loads of small requirements, I struggle a lot to keep on top of it, especially with trying to keep on top of my day-to-day life, right? Of, you know, being, being a full-time father, being a content creator, all that kind of stuff. I would just forget these things. And I didn't like letting people down in that sense and not pulling my weight, you know, uh, as a part of, of the team. 
and being rewarded the same. Right? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to get the benefits of being in the shuffle squad by doing half the work. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to avoid it. I'm just very forgetful in that okay. sense, unfortunately. Not very organized at that point in time. Um, and I believe, was that, did I leave shortly after my granddad passed or before? I think it was just after my granddad passed. So I was kind of just wanting time to myself anyway. That was another, another thing. But ultimately, it was just the fact that I wasn't really able to fill my requirements. And when I, let's say, I needed to get a Shuffle Squad video out, that day, I wouldn't upload a video on my channel. So it was hurting my channel a bit. So those are primarily what it was. So it's just personal. It's just the fact that, yeah, I needed to kind of stay in my lane a bit more, kind of not onboarding it out too quickly. I need to zoom back in and go, right, okay, my channel, that's the focus. Um, nothing else. Because when I'm my own boss in that sense, then the only person I can let down is myself and I can sort that out easily, right? Other people, no, nah, I'd rather not. So that's kind of the, the, the main reason, I guess you could say at the time. Uh, I'm sure there might be more to it and maybe I better explained it back then. Um, but that's what I can recall primarily. No, but, it, yeah, it all makes sense to put yourself, yeah, put yourself forward first. Yeah, uh, yeah I think it's like super important to identify that. Spread yourself out there to where, like, if it if it's affecting you and, and your content and your own mental health mm -hmm. even more so, then, mm -hmm. yeah, it makes sense. I get it. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. compared to now, if they re-offered the invite, would you accept it this moment in time with the way things are for you? Probably not. Um, not of any disrespect to them, of course. I, I love what they do. But uh, not with the workflow I have. Um, yeah, mainly because of the workflow, if I'm honest with you. Um, okay. It's quite difficult for me to find time for even my content nowadays <laughs> um, with things. So, yeah, probably not because I think it would still affect because, you know, time is limited in some ways for me a lot of the time. So, yeah, I'd probably still say no. But, okay. yeah, with respect. You guys heard it here first. Sean will turn down the Shuffle Squad at the drop of a dime. He's too big and too busy for them. You guys <laughs> yeah. heard it here first. <laughs> Freaking every... Made it big. <laughs> Every time they announce somebody new, uh, MW, MWDC comments, it's Gazer. Every time. Like, the silhouette <laughs> can have, like, somebody with, like, a long, flowing hair. And then they'll, they'll be like, it, it, it's Gazer with a wig on. It's got to be Gazer. <laughs> <laughs> Gazer really wants to be uh, a shuffle squatter. I just want to yeah. be, I just want to be wanted, man. I just want someone to want me. All right, Wilson. But now I'm fine, I'm, I'm, when I'm I got fine the with Darkseid, man. Darkseid wants me. I'm fine with Darkseid. Hey, listen, like, as long as you feel like you belong, that's what it is. Honestly, the Shuffle Squad team, though, was so lovely. Um, I could not give them enough props, just in general. Yeah. Like, yeah, even, even before deciding to leave, they were so nice. Yeah, then I see I got to meet PJ finally. And, you know, we talked to PJ plenty of times. So I finally got to meet PJ, and, you know, he's great people. Um, mm -hmm. One of their members is one of my locals. Shout out to Dre. Mm -hmm. um, Primetime Wizard, we're really cool with. We're all cool with him. So it's, it's yeah, they, they have a great group of people. Yeah. I got oh, to meet yeah. Claire's Laird NAIC. I'm in, I'm in one uh, her newest video, by the way. Mm -hmm. um, yes, I, 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 I had know, that I've seen the name Claire's Laird. I seen her on Twitter. I knew who she was, but I didn't you know know her. And I got to meet her, and you know she's very mm -hmm. she's very personable. So yeah, Shuffle Squad is a great people. Mm -hmm. Oh, big time, big time, big time. Lovely, lovely group of people. Very um, good. That's the best mm -hmm. thing to say. Yeah, good but yeah, me personally, I'm not above selling out. I will sell out to anyone and anything. So, I mean, <laughs> if anyone wants to send a check my way, feel free. Yeah, BP's uh, <laughs> on line one. They want you to drill your backyard. They found oil there. <laughs> uh, deal. Let's do it. Mula. Mula. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So, uh, the last time we also talked, you mm. said you owned zero physical cards. Didn't have yeah. a deck. How about now? Do you have any physical cards? does he has to i have physical cards but no deck no <laughs> did you want to no EUIC, deck. didn't you 
I did. I didn't play though. I spectated. Um, I wanted to go for a uh, kind of an entry experience, an entry level experience. I know I'm a content creator, but in terms of playing the IRL, no experience, mate. Um, so yeah, I wanted I wanted that. And then since then, I think I always had it on my radar. I've got locals. I've joined a, 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 um, a Discord server for locals now. So I'm planning to get into it after ho my holiday coming up next week. But since then, I've been made aware, I think in like January of this upcoming holiday that's coming soon. And since then, I'm like all my money and, and stuff like that's all just been going towards that, just kind of saving up. And that's where my priority has been. So I have to, haven't been able to do the card thing. But um, when I get back, I've already pretty much put the steps in to do it. Uh, my brother's interested in going now since he attended NEIC. Is it NEIC? Do I keep saying NEIC? EU. EUIC. Yep. Jesus. EUIC here. Yeah, yeah, I keep saying the name. Um, since I went to EUIC, he came with me. He wants to get involved as well. So, yeah, no, there's there's more steps towards it, but just never really had the time uh, with with just normal life. So, yeah, that's why. Do you plan to like adapt it at all into your content? I did, but I don't know now. I'm not sure. I don't know how I could make it with the same to not sound big headed, the same charm. You know, um, I don't know if I'll be able to pull that off um, efficiently, you know, because it's quite hard, especially with tabletop, because it's just it a camera be. looking down. You play. Maybe you can add some editing here and there. I know Mahone's experimenting with that now, right? Yeah. More editing. I mean, I, I've been yeah. recording like our locals and like dubbing over them mm -hmm. and whatnot slowly, but you can't yeah. like full on give it the same love with everything else. Yeah. So I get I get that. I get that. I've seen people yeah. like recently like have like GoPro strapped on their shoulders or whatever and record gameplay cool. or like go live on TikTok that way. <laughs> That's quite cool. That's quite cool. Hey, we can get some cool stuff, some cool angles, mm -hmm. keeps things interesting. <laughs> yeah, by all means. I mean, I may, I may explore it one point or another. Uh, I definitely I thought about it with PDCGL, but um, <laughs> that's another struggle. No, we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. <laughs> No, I think I've I think I'll stay away from content there. Maybe vlogs and stuff that could be cool. But. And I was gonna say that I was gonna say even, I, and shall I just say this and that it changed my life, my perspective on stuff. Play IRL, just play in real life. You know, I know you have cars now, but you know, build a deck, find some locals, or you know, go to EIC next year and play. Don't spectate but play. And it yes, to go. Yeah. different kind of thing, but it, it it's it's fun. It's I can't even explain it. It's just it's fun and it's different. When I started playing IRL, you know, I was just playing, you know, on. Um, PTCGO and I was, you know, I would stream and, you know, do a YouTube video here and there. But I started playing IRL. It, it's just you, you meet people. The interactions are cool. It's a good time. Oh, yeah. You don't even have to make that completely content. But even if you make that into a vlog, maybe like what Claire's Lair did or what Steuben does sometimes, um, it's it's added. You know, it's just it feels different. So I suggest you yeah. play sometime. And it's at some point coming up. Give it a, this next season. Give it a go, man. Play. Yeah, I, I think I will. I think I will. At EOIC, I, I, originally I thought of doing a vlog. Right. And then I was like, you know what? No, I just want it to be raw. And that was that was a great decision. But when I was there, trust me, I wanted to play. I was like, oh, OK, like I, I want to be involved right now. I yeah. want to do this. I remember sitting down at the, at the seats at the stage, watching people play. And I'm like, wow, this is incredible. Met someone named Luik. I think his name was um, a French fella who recognized me as I was getting on the train to the venue. I was like me and my brother oh, talking. Cool. So, oh, how long do it take for that to happen? I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe like an hour in or something. Someone might say hi. I got on the train and someone's like, you follow the wind. I was like, rotted. Okay. <laughs> Lovely guy. Helped me kind of, you know, kind of introed me into everything and explained what was going on during it and hung out with me during that period. Um, and the, the experience was so good. Was so, so good. So weird seeing familiar faces as well. Like, I think I spotted Andrew Mahone at one point and I was like, that's Andrew. It's like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> you know, and um, who else did I see? 
I thought I think I saw someone from the Shuffle Squad because they were in a Shuffle Squad chat, <laughs> and I was like, "A Shuffle Squad!" And then I think they gave me—I don't, I don't know who it was particularly—but they gave me a bit of a look, and I felt a bit weird because I'm just sitting there staring at them. <laughs> like, I, sh- I was there. Oh, <laughs> um, but no, yeah, the experience of the EUIC was—it was eye-opening for me. So it's something that, yeah, I, I get exactly what you're talking about, Gazer, um, and I did want to play. Um, I even was thinking about participating in some side events and stuff, but. I think I had to go a bit earlier before it started, but yeah, no, um, I want to get involved in playing. I want to get to locals and I want to definitely do EUIC next for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Getting, mm. getting involved locally is super fun. And like now with the cups and challenges back, we've been able to like hit up all these stores, like within an hour or two distance and Emily and I have been going off and playing and we both have mm-hmm. points on the board. She made, which we haven't even talked about that yet. Gazer. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about last weekend. Uh, and yeah. M-, M and I played in a stacked league cup. Stacked. Uh Chris Fullup was in there. Andrew Mahone. Uh there mm-hmm. were a handful of other players. Uh there were 48 masters. And uh I got top 16 with Tina and got myself 20 points thanks to the 48 player. So I got 20 points on the board. And then M made top eight. Oh. M made her first top eight uh with Chimpao. Wow. And uh she had to play Mahone in top eight. And uh, she, 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 she prized she was three. One seed, she, she? She, what? She she finished as the number one seed in that, didn't she? She was. She started the she yeah. started the day five zero and then tied in uh, yeah. round six. Oh. So she was tearing it up, uh, which yeah. was super awesome. But uh, yeah, she uh, she prized uh, three of her three chimpow. <laughs> Not three of three. In uh, in in one of the top eight games, so it didn't work out too oh. well. He was able to just like gust up Frigibacks four times or whatever, and just. Slap them around. <laughs> they're so they're so frail and fragile. Yeah. Oh, and then game one was uh, he almost scooped, but there was a line of play that she didn't see that uh, we talked about afterwards, and oh. then they potentially could have had a third game. So who knows? Break what it down real quick. What, what would have happened? He, you said he almost scooped. Yeah, he he had an what awful did... start. He um she went first, I think. Uh, and his his turn to uh, I think he whiffed a generator, and didn't have too much going on so there was no way that like he could re- like get a turn one two prize ko on anything mm-hmm. and then she got ahead uh she got down to four four prizes and then there was a line of play that she missed where um <clears throat> she had an escape open hand after he took a ko on something i can't remember what it was i think it was a chimpow or okay. whatever where she had she could have promoted a chimpow grabbed energy Benched another one, played the rope, went to it, grabbed energy again, and then used the skater's park that she had to retreat, get the energy back, promote the Greninja, and take two prizes on two Flaffies. And then all he had, uh, he had he had a Maridon with one or two energy on it, and like nothing else had energy in play. So if she would have taken out the Flaffies, uh, he would have had nothing, but she bossed up the Maridon and, and took it out instead. And that's... Heat of the moment, like, you you know, first top eight. She was still excited and elated to be there in the first place. But (laughs) yeah, I'll be, I'll be over the moon, man. Mm -hmm. I'll be like, yeah, sweet. Because we went, we, we, she whiffed, she whiffed points at the last three events we played. And the week before we did a challenge that I ran um, as a TO, she played and she bubbled four one out of five rounds Mm -hmm. and didn't get points because there wasn't enough for top eight points. And then we went to one together the day after that and we both went two and two and whiffed and then we went to one thursday with uh the sports car junction guys the triple p uh, pittsburgh pokemon podcast beeps 
and uh, we both finished three two and and whiffed there as well, and then mm-hmm. we went to that cop out in Ohio and it was it was it was sweaty. It was a sweaty cop. Uh, another one of our Can locals imagine. made top eight. One of our friends, James, also made top eight. James ended up winning okay. the event. So, like, to have four, uh, to have three players that, like, play at my shop make top eight somewhere else felt really good. It sounds like um, the last few challenges and cups you guys have been to have been kind of, you know, some stack competition, been a little yes. sweaty. Yeah. Uh, we're in that weird spot where, like, we're between Pittsburgh, Erie, cleveland akron or whatever so like anytime we travel to anything there's going to be like sweaty competition for us well i mean that only makes you better as a player right hopefully hopefully yeah nothing's free um and i I think uh our scene over here is getting like that like we have people coming down from you know from la and from the bay area and there's some good players down there you know finn lynch uh Mm -hmm. gabe smart um, Noah Yoshida, and they come down for cups. I'm like, why are you here? I said, it's in the middle of nowhere. And they're like, well, you know, points. I'm like, wow. So it, it gets kind of stacked over here, too. I remember when I made my first couple top top uh, eights in cups, and it was back-to-back. Um, I had to go against Gabe Smart in my top round, and I lost. He was, you know, he had a good matchup versus me. Mm-hmm. But I played all my outs. I made maybe one mistake, but I played the most of my outs, and just I couldn't, you know, get the draws I was looking for. But I played very well, and he was like, man, you had me sweating a couple times. I'm like, you? No way. But, uh, yeah, I those kind of competitions playing against those kind of players make you a better player. Um, Sean, yeah. you haven't played IRL, but you played some online tournaments recently. Have you hit hmm. any? I mean, well, talk to me about those online tournaments. And have you hit anyone where you're like, hey, I know that guy's name. That's a good player. Anyone like that yet? No, no, I haven't. Um, uh, I, I think I had a phase of playing tournaments for a few months back. Uh, and that was good fun. Then I didn't play for a while. And then I played one the other day with Neuver, and that was tragic. <laughs> um, but it was fun. It was entertaining, uh, for sure. Um, so, no, I haven't actually come up across any, uh, anyone like that, no. But um, when I do play, I do have a good time, though. I, I think the ones I, I... I don't really play in big tournaments because um, I kind of just miss the big ones usually. I want to go. I want to get involved in a bit next late night and see how I do there. Um, there's a uh, late night for EU. It's perfect there for is, you. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. But I just miss it. But by just my day to day stuff, it's just not a priority of mine. Um, so I'll have to, I'll have to prioritize it at some point. But when I do take part, it's great fun. I mean, usually when I play a good deck, I always tend to perform pretty well. I think I got a lot of second places in a lot of like smaller tournaments. Um, when I play rogue deck, I do terrible, <laughs> which is funny, right? Being a rogue deck content creator, but um, no, yeah, I do like online tournaments a lot. I do like it a lot. And I need to give a shout out to Vulcan Turtle TCG. Actually, it was. He did a video on how to do it, how to get involved in online tournaments that, you know, got me involved because I had no idea what I was doing. I was like, what do I do? Like, go on Limitless and then what? What like? <laughs> then he, he made a video kind of breaking it down. And I was like, oh, okay. And then got involved in tournaments, started playing, had a great time. So I left a comment on that and I was like, yeah, cheers, man. So yeah, shout out to him. It wasn't for him. I'll, I'll probably still not be doing online tournaments now. Yeah. Uh, Brendan's super awesome people. So uh, mm-hmm. he's been... He's been a good friend uh, of mine. I like him a, a lot better now. than Nine Card, man. I like him a lot better than Nine Card. Oh, hey, Gazer, that's very hated Nine Card, all right? <laughs> Gazer with the shade. Y'all still should have thought. He's, he's, he's a Donnie with a really good beard, right? Mm-hmm. Is that Nine? Yeah, I love his beard, man. On <laughs> yeah. point. Donnie's got it on point. Yeah, You're not wrong. Sick, You're not bro. wrong, but still. Yeah? <laughs> he's, got the, he's got the fade. He knows what he's doing, bro. He's just got the beard. I love and his, his voice. beard. He's a man. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I like Nine Card. He's quite, quite cool. So, off topic. Sean, if you just if someone said nine car, you're like, oh, the guy with the beard. If someone said mm. Gazer, what do you say then? I would say, oh, blame Gazer. Oh, of course. Ah, oh, it's perfect. Perfect. <laughs> perfect. 
perfect what's response. Next, let's, let's, let's move on. Let's uh, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Blame Gazer, not the handsome guy. You, I'd even take the black guy, the guy with the glasses, the guy that smiles all the time, the goofy guy. Blame Gazer. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> you lost. That, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah, the chat's kind of going wild right now, calling you. Yeah, they're going off, bro. Yeah. Dropping the mode. The old man. Mm -hmm. The bald. The bald scammer. The bald. Does that sound like the bald scammer? Sounds like a like a superhero or something like that. Kind of. The bald scammer. He's here. Or like a wrestler or whatever from like WWE. (laughs) Jesus. It's the bald scammer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh lord. Uh, So. We've talked about the YouTube channel and uh, what are mm. your what are your next goals? Like, what do you want to accomplish in the next, you know, five months that's left in this year? I think my goals are much more personal now, and I think hmm. they will will ripple onto the channel. Right. Uh, clearly, I'm doing fine with the channel. Clearly, I'm, you know, as long as I keep posting, as long as I'm having a good time, there's growth. It's going to happen. Right. Um one of the but that side one of the goals is just to constantly try and improve the content where i can um but primarily since let's say today right just to kind of briefly go back i mentioned the blood work right here i had a a, two months ago two and a half months ago i had a huge huge phobia of it and i know it sounds irrelevant but it does tie back in Mm -hmm. um and the, the the conversation of having a blood test made me feel faintish and by doing exposure therapy and CBT, I was able to do it today by myself without anything, no like numbing agent, no people there, no looking away. I watched it happen and it was fine, right? I'm going to try and focus in the next five months to confront things that I'm scared of that I should be confronting just to try and improve myself, become a braver person. And as a result, feel more confident in myself. And that will, that will go into the YouTube. Right, you would see that. I'll take better risks. I'll do. I'll do things that are maybe I wouldn't do because of some sort of anxiety of sorts. So I'm trying to just grow as a person now, um, and really push myself forwards um, for the for at least for the yeah for the for this year for sure. That's been one of my biggest goals. Um, here's here's uh, I've been doing it for a while actually. Here's a bit of info on something that no one has known about. Right, so it's kind oh, of exclusive. Leaks. No one has known about. I was okay. a very heavy smoker. No one knew about that, right? I don't, probably don't look it, but I used to smoke 20, 20, 20 cigarettes a day, right? Very heavy. Then I went on to vaping, where I would vape two, I think 300 puff, 600 puff vapes a day. A ton of smoking, right? January just gone, I quit completely, stopped. And I haven't smoked since then. So since that point, I've like, okay, this is the year where I just improve myself and that's what i've been trying to do and everything else in life is working out is following up with that so that's been my priority that will be my priority so that's where my goal is for the next five months is to just keep improving um myself understand myself better discover myself more and the youtube will follow perfectly with that that's my goal it's awesome I loved it. I, I love to hear it. Yeah. I respect that big time. Hey, I never no, I never even would have had the hunch uh, you know, over a year ago when you were on that you smoked at all. Nothing. So yeah. could never no. never hear it in like your 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 voice mm-hmm. or anything. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was quite it was quite recent actually. I I've started how did I start? It was twenty oh gosh, twenty eighteen? 
I think. And that's when I was socially doing it. I was like going out with the lads. Okay, there it is. I was about to ask. I was about to, you know, personal question, like, you know, what what made you get in, you know, get into that? But you said it was social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Socially, it's going out with my mates. And this was just after splitting up with the mother of my kid. Um, So it was a very big, like, I was very vulnerable at that point when it comes to things. So, yeah, there was that. 100%. Um, So, yeah, started doing social smoking and then it developed into regular smoking. Then I took on a job that was very intense and quite morally uh, didn't sit right with me. So I would always want to go for cigarettes all the time just to kind of get rid of that stress. Um, Yeah, but eventually got to a point of of quitting, which, yeah, is something that I'm really happy with. But that's where it started out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, to be real, I've been there. I've been there where um, the stresses of something something you're going through makes you a little more vulnerable, a little more... uh, just if someone says, hey, try this, hey, take this, hey, do this, you're just like, sure, why not? Sure, okay. Because yeah, you're just, I mean, you know, you're in a you're in a mode of just like whatever. Everything's just whatever right now. Sure. So I've been there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, it wasn't like my mates try and pushed it on me. It was just that I was very open to new things at that point. Mm-hmm. So I lived exactly. a long time kind of as a shut-in, a full-on introvert. Really I had, I had a lot of anxiety about going out and stuff like that. I think in like seven years, I went out like twice for drinks, right? Which is for me kind of insane. Um, and then, yeah, I had a massive turnover of just being wanting to try and do everything. And that, that, just, that just kind of fell yeah. into that, I guess, as one of the badder habits. There's a lot more benefits from it, but that was just one of the bad habits that came from it. But yeah. Yeah, I, I can completely relate. I, was, uh, mm-hmm. I wasn't so much introverted. I would go out and do things, but you know, I wasn't you know, more adept to you know, drink or anything like that. And mm-hmm. then um, went through a situation, rough patch of my life. This was maybe 20, mm-hmm. 2017, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. I just started doing everything, anything and everything I could, you know, try, whatever someone was. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like I was pressured into it. But I was just like, sure, I'll try that. I'm open to anything. And yeah, yeah now I'm, I, I, I feel a little more, uh, not like I have a little more control, but I have a little more just like uh, I know who I am. You have, like you said, you have to be true yeah. to yourself and know who you are. And I like, I know, okay, I don't like this, but I do enjoy that. But I'm not to the point where it's, a, you know, addiction or a problem. But, you know, I, you know. So I, I do have a better grasp of who I am. And I'm I, at a point now where I am more open to certain stuff. Like I tried uh, octopus a few months back. I, I would have never tried octopus before, but now I was like, sure, why not? You know, just let's try it. And it was actually not terrible. It wasn't terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. be open. <laughs> Shout out to Lorelei, uh, led Gengar. I went out with her and uh, another buddy, Concrete, mm-hmm. and uh, one of our locals, they came down for a, con- for a convention. And they say, hey, we're going to a steakhouse. We went there and I was like, I'll just eat some beef and I'll eat some of this. Like, well, here, try some octopus. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, I'm at a point where I could try anything now. So, yeah, I mean, try a thing. Don't be stupid. OK, <laughs> it took me years to get off smoking, right? Years of effort, failing, constantly trying. And then one thing clicked and then it stopped. But yeah, don't make that mistake. Be open. But yeah, mm-hmm. try and keep. Uh, keep I'm happy for you, Sean. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, just, I knew I liked this Sean guy. Super. I'm glad we got him on here, man. I know I like this guy. <laughs> PSA: If you're uh, if you're a kid, don't don't do anything at all. Just listen to your parents. <laughs> listen to your parents. You sit down and do your homework. Do your homework. That's yeah, what you eat, do. eat your eat your vegetables. Do your homework. Stay in. School. Drink your milk. Be yeah. honest. Yes. There you go. That's Tell the, the truth. Biggest piece, I'd say. <laughs> oh, it's perfect. All right, let's 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 dig into the meat and potatoes. Mm. Uh, obsidian flames. Vegetables. They eat your vegetables. Oh That's God. meat and potatoes. The, the saying. Okay. I'm confused. I don't. Okay. Never mind. Anyways, Obsidian Flames pre releases are this weekend. New cards are yes, on sir. the horizon. Let's dive in and talk about them. I know, Gazer, you've got a handful picked that you want to talk about. So take it away. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, real quick before we get started, 
is it me or does it feel like this set came out very just the last two sets have been very quick back to back like just it, it, very it, little time it, to breathe well, yeah, we're playing we're playing catch up with Japan, but at the same time, like they literally just got Roller of the Black Flame like last week or this week yeah, or whatever. And I'm they, like, they're just yeah. getting it uh, at the same time we are. And I think I like this it. is to play catch up with the delays that we had last year and the delay between Silver Tempest and Scarlet and Violet. Oh my gosh, that delay. Oh my gosh. Crown no, no, really didn't add anything uh, in terms of like competitive viability to, to the metagame whatsoever. Lugia just looked at Crown Zeno and said, it's cool. That That's fine. I'm going to just keep doing Lugia stuff. I was like, I'm so sick of Lugia. Oh my gosh. I hit it. Yeah. That, so that. like we're getting, we're getting oh. this now and I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that we slow down next year. Cause it feels like we're like a two month, two month, two month, two month window. Shouldn't and it be about three months? It's typically three months. It's usually three, yeah. Yeah. About three months. Yeah. Four expansions a year, three months or whatever. And mm. what's and what one, makes this one, uh, one fun set. What makes it weird is like, yeah, they got 151 back in June. Mm-hmm. And we don't get it until September. Mm. Very strange. So even even though we're getting Ruler of the Black Flame slash Obsidian Flames at the same time, we've also had it lumped in with all these like starter deck EXs that are kind of like just filler cards. Yeah, <laughs> they do that a lot. Eh? During and the, Fusion the Strike happened. The same, the same thing happened with Fusion Strike. All those mm. like starter deck cards yeah. like Greninja and stuff got shoved in to the set to, to fluff it up. Yeah, so, now yeah. we have like the Maridon and the Coridon from the starter decks that yeah. aren't good. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. As, as, like, a collect side, I don't know if this, this this would be a good set when it comes to just opening packs in general. If you're looking the, for there's, Yeah, there's Charizards in there. Hey, so there's people, Arts. Yeah, people will, there's Arts. people yeah, will jump yeah, off yeah. a bridge for Charizard cards. <laughs> Is that a Zard? And they just dive off a bridge? Yeah, but no. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Just It felt like I think last month we were we were leaving uh, EUIC. And I, I mean, NAIC. Now I'm saying it. Now I'm saying it wrong. But we're leaving NAIC, and, you know, we're talking about, you know, this and that when we get back. And uh, I think we checked our our local uh, Facebook page, and someone was like, uh, hey, get ready for our pre-release in three weeks. Like, pre-release in three? What are you talking about? So there's no pre-release in three weeks. And lo and behold, mm-hmm. it's pre-release time now. So it's, it's <laughs> I don't know, it's, it's so weird. But, um, yeah, there's a few cards I'm really excited about, more so a couple of trainers. Um. I think I mentioned it before. Uh Gita. Gita, 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 Gita. Um, I feel like that card has some so much potential, so many opportunities. Um if if you guys don't know what Gita does, it's search your deck for two basic energies and attach them to one Pokemon. But then that the end for that turn you cannot attack. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, that's fine. There's so many ways to play that. You could put forward, and I think you mentioned this earlier, Sean, you could put forward a, a Diancy. Let it sit there mm-hmm. in the active. And I could just charge up my basics all I want to, and now I'm good to go, you know. Or you could, uh, here's my plan, get onto something and then boost shake. I can't attack anyway. Might as well boost shake, evolve it. And now I have a big, and my idea is uh, Duraludon VMAX. I have a big 330 HP, no weakness Pokemon that's, you know, immune to special energy sitting there. If you can boss it up and kill it, good for you. If not, I'm good to go next turn with one more attachment. Or not mm. even one more, I can attach for that turn, huh? So I can still attach, Gita, boost shake, I'm good to go. And can you handle my 330 HP behemoth? Um, mm. We talked about Glamora for a second. You charge up Glamora, and I, I, even though I can't extension, I can boost shake. And now your bench is down to, was it three or four? It's three, isn't it? Three. Three. Yeah, your bench is down to three, and I have a 270 HP Glamora sitting here, you know, on my first turn. And you're like, well, now what do I do? Um, mm. Unless you get 270 your first turn, good luck. I feel like uh, Copper Raja has, you know, Copper Raja EX has opportunities. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like Gita can add, he could, could do a lot. Gita could actually open up things for Ting Lu. I put down Gita. I, my yeah, Ting yeah, Lu's yeah. inactive. I don't even have to attack. I can just pass. It's fine. You know, mm -hmm. use your abilities now. What are you going to do now? I don't know. Okay. So I feel like Gita, you know, has so many opportunities to do things. I posted this on uh, Twitter or on X, as they call it. <laughs> yeah. <now. laughs> so confused. Um, man, when I see it, I want to throw up the Wakanda forever, son. I want to go like, but yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, I put it, I put us something about this on uh when Giddy got revealed on Twitter a couple weeks ago. And that tweet, I didn't expect to get so much engagement, but people were like, you know, it's a bad card. No, it's a good card. And, you know, it, was, it was so divided, so back and forth. And I had to explain my, you know, my thought process and why, you know, this card could be good with it. And someone went and broke it all down. Well, this is a bad deck. That's not a real deck. That could work. That won't work. And it just it was so divided, but I feel like it still has so much potential to do some really wacky and you know unique things. Um, Arceus, Arceus decks are back, right? Mm -hmm. What if I can tell They're you I can make, make a deck? With, they, were not <laughs> they they faded for a little bit, but when yeah. I told you I can do a deck without Arceus, now I don't have to worry about that one. You know that one turn of attacking and charging up, and my Arceus getting knocked out. I just use Gita, and you know now I'm good to go. So I don't know. There's just so you can do a Duraludon without Arceus now. It's just gonna be just Dora by himself. I, I feel like there's so yeah. many options with this card. Um, there's one more stadium. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? The Pokemon League one or whatever. Pokemon no, League headquarters. That one. that one adds uh basic attacks, right? They have to add yeah. more to their attack. Oh, are you That's talking Pokemon about the, League, the yeah. tool card one? Town center, town or shop? The, the little the Oh, mark. I guess it doesn't come out here. I thought it came maybe it's not maybe it's not this set. But uh, the, the one the for a card. No, not yeah. in the set. Not in the set. That's not this set. Okay. Yeah, that, that they just got that as a gym promo. And that'll take oh, us, you're right. that'll take right. us that months to potentially get or they'll show. Oh, is that the healing one? Yeah, discard a psychic yeah, energy, yeah. heal thirty that's, from all of your psychic that's types. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's not. Crazy. But then I also set. think a uh, town store, town store could be good too. The one that uh, go get a is it go get a tool? You mean go get four seal stone and then you go get anything? Yeah, yeah. four seal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like that's be a good, good seal too. One, you know? Yeah, but I'm more excited about the trainers and then uh, the one that uh, the one that uh, punches back for four for four damage counters. I like that. Get, yes. Yeah, I think that could be fun. Um, Pokemon wise though, maybe Zard. I mean Pidgeot. Pidgeot could be a thing eventually. I, I but, think uh, Pidgeot's going to go in any deck that wants to set up a stage two. Easily. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. So like a 101 line? Yeah. Most likely. Uh, I think mm -hmm. we're going to test it in um, Chimpal mm -hmm. instead, oh. of, instead of Palkia and Arceus. That way you could just up the rare candy to four and then like, all right, cool. Uh, Ultra Ball for this. Play Irida, get candy, and then now you have an extra free search every turn. That's, yeah, I like it, of that. it could use that consistency. Chimpal could use that consistency. You're right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's so there's Pidgeot. There's a uh, there's the Charizard. I feel like could be pretty solid. Um, you combine that with you can make like an all Zard deck, like Oops, all Zards. You know what I mean? Yeah, that one. You have the one from Pokemon Go, and you have the uh, the one coming from 151. I think ultimately, when it comes to the Charizard, you're just gonna play the the, the Dark type one. Really? Even even when the 151 comes out and like the Pokemon Go Charizard, I think you're just gonna play the the, the dark type like because when you evolve into it you get energy from the deck the other yeah, one, but imagine you have the, the one from go too now i'm attacking for one energy one attachment yeah Boom. but then you're setting up an additional stage one but they're all coming from the same branch the, the same pokemon so same but it doesn't it doesn't, oh, have, it doesn't have a curlia like there's no the, the charmeleon and charmander don't add anything fair. to the equation that's fair like none of them add anything like i think technically what the best charmander is the one from go because you can get energy from the deck but like even then whoopie do yeah, I've got the, the best Charmeleon is the one with the uh, the beautiful alt art. That's the best one. 
<laughs> just because that mm-hmm. art is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's staring into the into the sky like I want to fly one day. That's 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 the best one there. But yeah, I see what you're mm-hmm. saying. Um, the fact that you know you can go you know branch off different Gardevoirs is because you have Curlia that can you know has refinement. So mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying. That makes some sense. Yeah, um, I'm interested. In, one more card is, and I'll I'll leave it at that. Is a uh, Melmetal. It's a big behemoth, 300 HP, and uh, it can do I think 90 and then 30 for every metal energy attached. I just go Gita, right? Couple Gita <laughs> up, and I'm swinging for 300. Unless fire becomes relevant, my weakness isn't that big of a deal. So I don't know. You're I feel really like there's, fun. there's some fun cards, but nothing like you know just game changing. I guess Rever Room too could be fun, but yeah, nothing game changing. Uh, except oh oh, I'm sorry, I forgot about Toes Crew. I'm interested in Toes Crew a lot. That's what, I'm really interested in that. I hope it works. Uh, Justin Basil says it's not going to work. I really hope it works. I don't know, man. They don't look good. What? Toes Cruel, Fortress, blow yourself up. I own know them down to four. I attach five energy to everyone. Now I'm hitting for 280. No, I, I, I think I think that's that that would make more sense in something like Vespaquin then, because it's higher attack cost. It makes more makes it more worthwhile. Mm-hmm. That's Although, my point. Yeah, yeah, the Fortress is the accelerator all your Pokemon, right? Um, yeah, and that see. yeah, that's already been a thing. The the, the Toad Scroll just gives you protection basically from like effects of attacks and stuff. That's where I think no, it's good. No Sableyes. Yeah. No Sableyes. That's it. Sableyes but... already been kind of on a downturn anyways recently. We've seen most Lost Zone decks just be Giratina instead. And most times you don't even use Sableye in the Tina. Mm-hmm. I'm, I used to uh, I used to hate, obviously, hate coming up against like Tina. Uh, so, not Tina. Sableyes in the Lost, like that mm-hmm. like, Turbo Lost Zone and all that stuff. And then I picked up that like um, the Arceus Umbreon. And it's, it's, it's a, such a great time. <laughs> you just... Lost City, cast them up, bye-bye, gone, and then just do do all that. So I think um, that being on a ladder has probably held it back a bit. Um, but yeah, I, I can definitely see Sableye falling off, which is nice. I don't think it's going anywhere. Don't get me wrong. I think this, I think this Tina, this Tina train, is, it, has, it has a stop. You know, I think maybe it'll do well, maybe it won't do well. I don't know. I'm not, I, don't, I don't back the Tina from what I've seen, from what I've tried personally. Um, I think it's just piqued people's interest and then that'll fade away and go back to the, you know, lost them box and stuff like that. So that's what I think will happen. Um, so although Sableye's on a dip, I don't think it, uh, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I don't, I, I don't see it going anywhere. No, I think it's, that's probably the second best sector. It's here until rotation until it will uh, technically two rotations. It's, it's not going anywhere. Well, just, have you heard rumors that they might rotate all of the, uh, all the, all the next set? Just try to make it just uh, Scarlet Violet on. Have you heard that? I'll be no. so happy. I don't you heard that? I would love that, but I don't think so. It's not realistic. You don't think so? I've heard rumors that you know that might be something that you know might be talked about at Worlds. Hey, if they do, I'm yeah, I think it. with that though, they're gonna have to give you more than like a couple weeks' notice though for something like that. Well, that's why I said it, at Worlds they discuss it, and then maybe it won't happen until February, where you know mm. anything that's not Scarlet Violet is gone. So all the Sword and Shield stuff out of there. I don't think they'll do it though, because they've they've never like now that we have these regulation marks and they really want to follow along with them and keep it keep it this way. I don't think they're gonna force out two regulation marks in one rotation. Mm-hmm. That'd be interesting, though, wouldn't it? It it would, it would but at the same time, so the card pool would be so small. And it might, might be, be I want more of an organic kind of you know. I, I can only pull from these cards. My decks, you know, my uh, setups a little bit slower. Um, Maybe that's maybe that's what they want. No, they want. We'll get there. Uh, you know, we just don't need to. We don't need to fast track it, right? Okay. I know what you mean. We want to get to that point of slower play and like more 
Pokemon TCG way of actually playing the Pokemon TCG, right? How it's intended. So we'll, we'll get there. Um, I just think, yeah, that, that early rotation just, I don't think that will happen. I, I understand the want to get there, though. I would love that. But well, I mean, yeah, when no. Worlds gets, you know, when Worlds happens, we'll get announced. They'll announce uh, a new set, some type of new uh, gimmick, if you will. Mm. And as far as I think it involves the, uh, the Paradox Pokemon. So maybe Paradox Pokemon have some type of a uh, support system or something like that. You know, I don't know. Hopefully it's not like tag teams, but hopefully have like, you know, trainers to supporters, you know, geared more towards them. I Who mean, knows? we've In already technically had two Paradox EXs. We've had four. We've had four. What, what are the other two? Yeah. Th- think about it, Stu. Think about it. Audience, can you figure it out? Leave a comment below. The Iron, know, Iron, Tr- Iron Treads and uh, Great um, Tusk. Great Tusk. Yeah. There's two more. They're technically Paradox Pokemon. Technically, so they okay. I think you're just like trying to like pull one over on me, man. Uh, let's see. Take a look at this card I'm holding here and think about his Paradox version. You, you have it's this great. thing called a green screen, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all we see is your fingernails. Look at my fingernails. Okay. Um, Cyclozar has a couple Paradox versions, doesn't he? Wait, you're talking about Maridon and Caridon? Maridon and Caridon. Those, t- those are box art legendary. They don't count yeah, as yeah, paradoxes. They are paradoxes. They don't count in like terms of like any sort of paradox, though, when it comes to like even BGC rules. Like you're talking like the deep ones lore from the of the future, character. ones yeah. from the past, and they're from the paradoxes. We've had four, but no, uh, the rest are you know should become like Sandy Shocks and you know Walking Wake, all those guys. So I feel like I you know they'll have some support system for them, maybe like trainer wise. I don't think it'll be a whole game changing, you know, flip the paradox mark or anything like that, but. We should they should get some some type of support and i like those kind of supporters like tag teams were okay in my opinion but i like when we had you know tag team supporters and you know tag call to go get two t- you know I, I like stuff like that you know have have some, yeah, know, some, some archetype, synergy right? together yeah i get it tag teams god no never again but um i know what you mean something like there's, there's like supporter cards that back it there's item cards that back it similar to what fusion strike technically is right there's, there's things that support it's an archetype I know mm-hmm. what you mean, an archetype that that is based on the idea of paradox. Maybe that, yeah, that's that's likely to happen. I would say, um, but yeah, God no, do not bring tag teams back, never again. No, no, no. I think if hey, anything, I... if 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 we're gonna go off the limb and go, think hypothetical, like whatever the mechanic they announce, it's gonna have something to do with like actual ter- like Terra type stuff, like terrestrial stuff. That's the gimmick, right? Yeah, like and the ones we've gotten have all not done anything or not had anything special but maybe they'll make tool cards like you remember they changed how tool cards work mechanically and have done yeah. nothing with it they're their own they're, they're own their own thing we, we're get, we just got a stadium that searches for tools we have a supporter that searches for a tool and an item are they and they reprinted arvin in obsidian flames for whatever reason mm-hmm. ah that's good and that's good so that. maybe that good the next yo, but a team star grunt too that's important. Yeah, the next so maybe we'll get something about you know Terra tools, or attach mm. this to your Pokemon EX and it is now this type. That would be cool. That'd be too broken. Probably have to t- attach it to a a Pokemon with a Terra ability or something like not Terra ability, but the Terra rule. I don't know. That'd be too broken. To any EX, it becomes a whole different type. That's too good. But it depends on the type, right? Because mm-hmm. then they'd have to make one for every type. Every card, except for they, well, they, they're clearly not going to do dragon because it doesn't add or whatever. But they could make it sort of like when this when this card is attached, your weakness becomes this, your resistance becomes this, or they add additional weakness and resistance to those cards. Mm-hmm. 
Don't be careful with that though. They would do that. That's a very, uh, very thin line to walk. Mm -hmm. I would say. That's between too between there, there, there would have to be something that balances it though. Yeah. And it's super situational. Like, okay, cool. The only reason you'd even play this is if, say, for example, like, we'll say that Gardevoir is the best deck in the game and you have this, like, meh water type. Cool. You can put this one tool card in there to turn your water type into a dark type or a metal type, depending on, like, what Gardevoir you're trying to hit or whatever. Sure. Mm -hmm. But again, I, I just don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they can ultimately do. Oh, we can only wait and see, right? Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be more towards, geared towards uh, Paradox. We haven't seen a whole lot of them, so they have to start coming out with them, right? I feel like outside of Paradox Pokemon, we've gotten every other Pokemon in uh, the new games, right? Scarlet Violet. Are we missing anyone yet? Uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd have to sit down and like look at everything and check off the Pokedox. I know we haven't gotten like Golden Go or whatever. That's true. And, uh, That's golden and uh, the, the, the Cheesehead dude. The, gold, oh, the yeah. gold coin cheese head looking guy. Yeah. Gimme ghoul and yeah. golden ghoul. Yeah. Cheese Gimme ghoul. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. So who That's knows what, what they'll do. I do like the um, ice cube, by the way. What was it? 160 damage. It's got an energy from this Pokemon. During independence next turn, the Fennet Pokemon can't attack. How, what would you think about that? Like sliding into like a, a Chien Pao? This is water attack. I think like th a three, three for 160 is super low. Mm -hmm. The fact that they can't I like attack. It. I mean, what what deck isn't playing a switch card other than Lugia? Guardi, right? Guardi and Lugia aren't playing switch cards. Well, that's Guardi, usually taking, Guardi usually taking a KO most of the yeah. time, right? And then even then, like they they if they're playing basics, they can play Penny or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still kind of in there. They got around the the Mawile that way. But yeah. most decks, Maybe other other than that, are playing Switch Escape Rope or whatever else to to move yeah, around. Yeah, I think all decks are. Maybe um, just for the sake of having an alternate weakness attacker. Something that that's, that's the only thing I can see it for. Just another another yeah. weakness. But what what is weak to fire that's like really relevant right now? Unless Toad's Cruel becomes like this, you know, grade one top top A deck. I don't nah, nothing. Fire's nothing. not like too there's, relevant. There's case for Miascarada, but that's like no. Miascarada is not gonna Sean, pop stop. Off Sean, no, no. Yeah, I don't bet the Miascarada. Um, it's still missing something to to get there. All these stage twos yeah, are missing something. They need they need their like pace. refinement or some sort of like ability or Shady something. Shady Dillings? No, I, I no, I think I think once the format slows down, they'll they'll they'll, they'll come up. Because mm -hmm. there was um, do you remember God of Our yeah, uh, GX, ages ago, right? That was a stage two. That was literally the best deck in format at one point. That's because the format allowed that, and also God of Our was just incredible. Um, but the format allowed with, with its pacing for that kind of deck to flourish, right? Allowed you to do all like, well, like Greninja Break, for example, right? Those are, those are decks that take so much time to set up, but the format was slow enough to allow it. Mm -hmm. So if the format slows down, which it will, then stage twos will start popping up a bit more. I still think always stage two needs a bit of something extra. It needs something. Like, you're right, though. Maybe, stage, stage two. I think. What's that? Well, no, I'm just saying you're right, because I, I think about, you said Greninja Break. That thing mm -hmm. wasn't even stage two. That was like a stage three basically you, you know you had for you know you could attack you know evolve one of your froki and then you know water duplicates and it's, it was a whole process and you're right and it was played it was a very good very good play deck and the, i guess the format was just so much slower it, it, you didn't mind you know methodically setting up your pokemon that way there's no That's shady dealings that, you know there's no refinement but you didn't mind that so i see what you're saying yeah i think i think we'll get there i, 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 I always love i've always thought of something like a rare candy alternative where it's like 
search for the stage two from your deck and then evolve. But there's a downside to it. Like you can only play that once during your turn or, you know, you, you can't evolve any other Pokemon during that turn. I'd love something like that just to give an alternative way to make stage twos more playable in general. Um, I'd be super curious to see how that would play out because all we've ever really known is rare candy or overpowered things like... Um, What's that that grass stadium that have like just allowed you to evolve? Yeah, for giant plants. plants uh, for giant plants. Be before that, that uh, broken time space. Like yeah, like too powerful. But there is certain. I think you know we've seen cards with downsides um, being played. So I'd love to see. Hmm? Wally could maybe come back where it ends your turn. Maybe yeah, yeah, something. I don't know, but I'd love to see a version of rare candy that is faster, but just has another downside to it, just to give. Stage two is a bit of extra oomph, you know. But we'll see. I still think stage twos will be something to talk about. I think Miascarada will be good at one point, personally, once the format slows down. I oh, think it'll be I think it will be good. Um, I'll do back it. I mean, I know that bouquet magic's really good, but oh man. No. Yeah, I back it. If 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 it's a format similar to where Decidueye was able to pop off, which it looks like is what we're going into, then there's there's potential. Yeah. Obviously it's not the same. You have to discard energy and all that jazz. But yeah, I think there's something going there. Just not now. I think it's too soon. Yeah, we have to we have to rotate and lose out the uh, the power creep of the V Maxes and V Stars and Stars. the mm -hmm. Lost Zone engine being a thing. Mm -hmm. That all has <laughs> to go away before like all these new cards can really flourish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Lost yeah. Zone is ridiculous, man. It's it's I can get seven in Lost Zone on turn one sometimes, and then I'm I'm attaching to the four energy in, in, in turn one after that's the craziest thing after you know what I'm saying? yeah that's the maddest thing i remember thinking scoop scoop up was like the card hailed for for the lost zone deck was like oh yeah this is the reason it's so powerful i remember everyone saying that like it, it just gave it so much speed and then i was like oh yeah you know you'll be fine lost box still gonna be good but it's not gonna be nowhere near and it's like oh yeah people still getting 10 in the lost zone turn two you know what i'm saying turn seven and turn one it's like oh yeah no no you just needed to adapt that's all you know, you just need to get all your comfies out and just have a ton more like switch cards and stuff. And, you know, Jet Energy's helped that a lot as well. And uh, yeah, ultimately, it's, I, I, I was, I'm surprised to see it lose a card so good, such as Scoop Up Net, and still be at the highest level. That's, that's how broken Lost Box is. It lost one of its most powerful cards and still is at the top. I think even if Sableye vanished, which is one of the more powerful cards, I still think Lost Zone Box would be at the highest level. I don't, I don't, think, I don't think it'd be as good, but it'd still be at an incredibly high level. That's how broken that deck is. Like they, I don't know what they decided to do for Lost Origins, but they said, "Let's just mess it up." You know, <laughs> let's do another ADP. Let's 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 have it. You know what I'm saying? Well, not, whoa, 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 chill, Sean. It's not that bad. ADP no, is a no, whole no, different. Opinion. Come on, man. Whoa, whoa. whoa I paid ADP. Yeah, yeah. Now, in my opinion, I think Lost Box is just as bad as ADP. Don't get me wrong. Now, the format's much more varied. Cool, but Lost Zone at its peak? No, it's up there with like Mew, Mew, Mew at its peak, in my opinion. Yeah, you guys heard it here first. keeps the the setting up decks. It does. You guys heard it here first. You can go to Sean and Stu and believe that Lost Box is on par with ADP at its peak. Yeah, you guys heard it here first. They're both gatekeepers, big time. ADP was a massive. ADP, ADP was way worse, man. Um, I don't know, man. I, you, I feel I'm like with Lost Box, if you get your little guys out, if you get your little guys out, you can evolve them in time. You can you know, escape the. Uh, the shenanigans with Sableye. Was it easier when we had a uh, big parasol? Yeah. But I mean, now we have, I guess, Espeon and now we have Toes Crew coming out. So there's ways around Sableye. ADP, what, what can you do about ADP? Yeah. Crushing okay. Hammer, maybe flip some heads and Pokemon ho hopefully Ranger. you get it. 
You didn't have that in standard. Uh, not, not in standard, no, but like, whatever. I mean, still, yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah, ADP, there was nothing. And, and to play that format, you had to play things like the Dene. You had to play things like Crobat. And mm-hmm. as soon as it comes down, that's just three prizes. And there's nothing you could do about it. They were, yeah, there was ADP yeah, was ADP, so ADP was disgusting. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. Lost Box just give you that same feeling. It just giving the feeling of like, yeah, this is just too. Well, good they, for- but they have to work through. They have to get ten in the loss zone. You know, it, it takes it takes time to do. It has to happen. You know what I mean? Of course, of course. But it happens quickly. Especially like Turbo Lost Box. Turn two. It never happens by turn one, but turn two. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. They can't get 10 in there in turn one. Can they? Is that, Subin, is that possible? Crush the numbers real quick. Do the math. Wait, to get 10 in turn two? Well, it depends if you got first or second. Uh, turn right? one. Uh, turn say. one, uh, you would have to have like the mega Yeah, That's right. four. And then uh, two off chorus, that's six. No, nope. you need if to you have turn a one. Fourth you said turn one going first. You can't play chorus. So get that. No, no, not, no, just, no, just your turn one. Just your turn one in general. Okay. Chorus. And then you can. Um... Then you force hill and then uh, lost yeah. vacuum. So that's eight. That's two, can you four seal lost vacuum again? Get the no, because lost, lost vacuum gets rid of one in the hand and the, and the stone, right? So that's two mm-hmm. from a lost vacuum. Yeah, and that puts you to right. eight. And then if you do it again, eight. that's ten. You can't get to ten. But it's, it's very unlikely to happen. So Oh, oh yeah, don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I don't. Yeah, who's hard, who's but... playing two vacuums, though? I've seen a list playing three vacuums. Turbos, right? The, tur- the, tur- mm-hmm. the turbo's playing okay, three vacuums. Turbo specifically, then sure, I can see it there. But yeah. like... It's not that's, yeah, that's, that, that's not very consistently going to happen at all. No, nah, so, but if someone gets sent in lost zone and they're stabilized set up, you know, turn one, then yeah, then it's GGs and then it's gatekeeping. But I mean, that takes so much effort. ADP was just I attach in a sure turn. Okay, I attach again and now I win. I think for Rogue though, I still think stabilize a massive gatekeeper. I'm just gonna say it. Like, like if you're playing Rogue and you're playing like single prizes who are on the lower end of HP. Sableye, Greninja, they're having a field day. I'm telling you, all they got to do is take out Manaphy, Greninja, a couple of things to a low HP, and Sableye goes rampant. Sableye is 110% for single prize decks that aren't big enough HP yeah. and tend to be more rogy. Literally, and the you, only reason you have to put you have to put Manaphy in like every deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even double up, like you have to be. And even then, Sableye is just so good at targeting when it comes to that things. And Lost Box in and of itself is pretty good at targeting things. So. From my perspective on creating decks and playing so many Lost Box games, yeah, uh, and, and making so many rogue decks, Sableye is, an, is, is still a massive gatekeeper. One of the one of the biggest ones, in my opinion, as well. Um, so, yeah, ADP was yeah pretty much uncounterable, but if you're talking in terms of what is gatekeeping rogue, which is what obviously I do, Sableye is up there with ADP for me, 100%. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. I... I don't. I don't know. There's ways around Sableye. It's not like just mm-hmm. undefeatable, unbeatable. I can put oh, yeah, down yeah, yeah. two 70 HP Pokemon, and now they have to choose, okay, do I knock out one? Do I set this up? And then I can evolve the following turn. I don't know. There's ways around it. ADP, yeah, there's just nothing you can do. Let's say your, your, your Pokemon that you've evolved gets KO'd. You have to then put down like a 60 HP, 70 HP Pokemon to keep up. And then Sableye's, oh, sweet. More for me. Echoing yeah. horns. <laughs> what is the, a lot. Honestly, the, the, rubs its hands. Free real estate, baby. Yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, we are good. You know, the amount of times I've had that where I'm playing a deck and I'm like, well, I just lose. You know, like I've got literally one attacker. I need to get one down to evolve and stabilize here. I'm, I'm screwed. Literally mm-hmm. done. And that's game over. And that's that's where it, that's where it truly gatekeeps. Don't get me wrong. You have to get to ten to do all that stuff, but you can do it by turn two. Like if you if you if you're lucky, right? Um. Yeah, I still think, from my experience, it's it's it's, it's a huge gatekeeper, and I don't think Sableye should have been printed. I think Lost Box could have existed without that, personally. 
Or maybe it was just damage counters, not damage counters. It was just damage to the bench. So Manaphy had a bit more power with it. I don't know. I think Sableye was just, yeah, they, they they messed that one up in my opinion. That would be good, though. There was a Machamp, or not Machamp, there was a Machoke a yes. few years back that stopped damage I mean, counters and bench damage. And, you know, that, that's fine because, you know, to get to it, you had to make the extra effort of evolving. And that was that was fine. That's a good, you know, that's good game design right there. That's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. I remember that, Machoke. Not every deck played it. Not every deck played it. No. Yeah. That wasn't I think it's common. stage one. Mm-hmm. Literally, stage one just makes it a little, li- that little bit more awkward, you know? Yeah. Or something like that. Manaphy and that was fair. Though. If you want that, ex- if you just want bench uh, protection, you have Mr. Mime. But if you want the extra, you know, where you can't place damage counters, you have to go to extra step with that stage one and the Machoke. And that's was that's a fair exchange. That's fair. Was, was, was damage counters big back then when Machoke was running around? Was, uh, was there anything doing that kind of so. serious stuff? That's what I'm saying. Like now, Machoke would be everywhere, I think, or at least <laughs> a lot more. People were running a 1 1 line of Machoke all the time. Yeah. 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 Where's my chop? Yeah. There were a few oh, there were a few spread decks, but not not too too many to where yeah. it became a problem. I don't think it was damage counter specific, was it? Was this was this when like there was like um Tapu Coco and stuff? Co- it, yeah, Coco Coco was a thing, uh flying flip yeah, and then of course decidui, stuff like that. Those that were all counters. those were all things. That wasn't really there. enough to into it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, from what I remember. But yeah. Regardless, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of my hot take on Lost Box. But I'm a Lost Box hater, so there you go. <laughs> I don't mind Lost Box, and I, I feel like it's it's manageable. Um, mm-hmm. ADP was just something else. There's to keep up with the pace of the game. I had to play my Crobat, and they're like, "Okay, cool, Crobat, I win the game." There's, I don't know. It was wild. Yeah, to be fair, it was a straight. Was it one a straight one eighty for ADP? In it. That said, yeah. I didn't play around the time where ADP I think was peaking. That was with Zassian, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's when I stopped playing a lot because it was just so, yeah, that was just depressing. Very depressing. <laughs> yeah. Fully. Yeah. I'm, I'm, a lot of people are happy that, that, um, that at that time there were no tournaments, you know, I, you know, IRL tournaments, nothing in real life because I feel like ADP would have just been everywhere in those tournaments. We had cops and then everything shut off. And everything shut Yeah. Everything I shut like down. I remember and at the time people were still trying to find a recipe for yeah. the deck. They couldn't fi- quite figure it out. And after a while, they found the perfect 60. You know, everyone just net decked everything. Perfect, this is it. And then just start, started getting more cards added to it just to help it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at first, like, like the first variations were like ADP Keldeo or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keldeo, oh, yeah. uh, GX, and then uh, Blastoise Piplup saw a little bit of play with it too. Mm-hmm. It gave you the option, like the, 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 one, two, the one or two bad matchups at the time where you could like heal everything with the Blastoise Piplup. There was bad match. Well, okay, yeah, early on there, I guess there was bad match. Because there were still more yeah. fairy cards at the time, too. Yeah. People did play Whimsicott. Yeah, Whimsicott GX, mm-hmm. and yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. And then Zation just kind of like came in and said, All right, see ya, Whimsicott. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Zation, that, that was probably the best card in the format for a year and a half. I mean, that just that Zation mm-hmm. on its own. It drew you three cards, it attached energy, it hit for what, two? Was it 230? Yeah. So it knocked out itself and knocked out any other basic uh, Vs at the time. That Zation was just, that was the best card. For I like think if we still had that Zation V, I think the V star would probably get played. Yes. Oh, because it's yes. 200 red, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's honestly a decent attack. 200 yeah. red is pretty good. I could see Arceus, I could see Arceus Zation being an okay deck if we still had that Zation V. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'll, I'll back that, actually. Yeah. Because yeah, in my first turn going first, if I attach Arceus and then draw three off Zation, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. 
Yeah, big, big, big swings, big swings. Yeah. Well, apart from the fact that Zation would be. Yeah, I'm. Sorry, I'm. I'm always. I'm comparing it to to, to Duradon because it effectively is the two prize Duraladon, right? But without the ability, it's mm -hmm. the fact that it's got that 200 shred. Duradon's 220 shred, but the HP of 270 is quite weak actually. Oh. Duraladon. One. The great thing about Duraladon is the 330. It's yes, just so hard. No weakness. 330. Big boy. Yeah, massive. Thick boy. Massive. You don't have to worry about him for weakness because you're just shredding through everything. 220. Yeah. 220. 220. I mean, yeah. the v, the Zacian V Star. It's. I think it's attack has shred. Yeah, it does. It's 200 yeah, yeah, shred, yeah, yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's but uh, Sean is saying that HP and plus has weakness too, weakness to fire. So oh. you run into a random, uh, I don't know, uh, Dirge deck, you're in danger. I mean, right now, but, there, um, there's been a little bit of love, there's been a little bit of love for like Arceus Fire, uh, the past couple weeks. I mean, speaking of Arceus Fire, uh, let me pivot for, for a second. I went to that 3K at uh, Dark Side Games. Um, the number one seed in top eight, he ended up losing in the first round, but um. This deck, this this deck went, I think, 501. Hmm. Was an Arceus deck, but here's the catch. It had Rayquaza VMAX in it. Okay. And if I you guys check out the uh, check out our chat, if you guys check out our chat, um, you too. I posted the uh, the picture of it. And yeah. it was interesting. I I seen a list similar, but I didn't think it was good. But this one was good. And he had a Del Fox in there. And he would either charge up the Del Fox with Arceus or he would uh, power it up using the uh Armor Rouge, you know, energy from the discard, movement to your active. And he would Delphox stuff, 120, 120. Because they wouldn't put down a a, a mana because they're like, oh, nothing to worry about. It's a fire deck. It's it's gonna hit me hard, not hit the bench. And then Delphox come in and go 120, 120. And then they're down on their bench. And then at the same time, they had uh the Heatran charging up in the back. Mm. And if you don't take care of that Heatran, that radiant Heatran, it becomes a problem, you know what I mean? Yeah, I two, do like that list. Two magma basins onto it, it's what it's hitting for two eighty. Mm -hmm. 260 with a DTE yeah. and, and a single attachment or whatever. So, yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's got some It can be a problem play. if you don't take care of it. And meanwhile, you have Rayquaza charging up, you know, swinging for who knows how much damage all the time. So it, it was a very interesting deck. He ran into a really bad matchup. He ran into Arc Dora Umbreon. Mm. And he the guy tried to play around it, but the other guy had everything set up, and he just bossed up. Every time a Rayquaza came down, he made it a point to get, you know, get to a boss and kill the Rayquaza. Kill the Rayquaza, kill the Rayquaza every single time. And at one point, he had him. Um, the the guy's name was Darius too. He had a he had his Delphox out, and he he took four prizes in a turn, and he you know had a chance to you know make a move, but uh, just things didn't break the way he wanted them to, and he ended up losing in the uh, in top eight. But uh, it was just a, such an interesting deck. Uh, Pokey Emmy and I were like so shocked, like wow, this is you you don't you don't you don't see anything like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, um, Delphox has always been a bit of, a, in my opinion, always been a bit of a sleeper. I think it's always been a bit of a card that people are like, you don't really think about. I might pop up every now and then doing a bit of something, you know? I think we'll see um, it a lot more now, too, with Charizard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's you just, yeah, you yeah, just oh, cool. I'll bench my Delphox. I'll rare candy Charizard. Here's three energy on my Delphox. Let's let's get in there with that easy. attack. Yeah. Run it. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah. a basic, I'm, too, so that's true. Yeah, easy. I remember playing it when it when it first came out with Arceus, and it surprised me. I was like, "Wow, mm -hmm. okay." The only thing that was the downside was the low HP two prize up, but um, no, it honestly is quite good. It is good, especially with Arceus. Arceus, I think like I'd love to maybe redo a similar deck to this, but somehow find some lost cities, you know, take out mana fees, make sure they don't get it back out, mm -hmm. and then just start Delphoxing everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that sounds like a good bit of fun. Lost City would be good, but you have to worry about Magma Basin. You need Magma Basin. So That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Magma Basin would be a bit of a bit of an issue. But you could do a 2-2 two -two easily, right? Because, you know, Starburst would probably find Lost Cities quite comfortably. So Sean, are you, just, um, is this going to be a YouTube video coming out pretty soon? Yeah, what, what we, yeah I'm thinking here? about it now. I'll probably get working on it after this. I can't <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's go. <laughs> I'm looking at going down. I might have to get some spice going again. Hey, um, shout out Darkside Games and Darius, and uh, just and take that deck, man, and turn it into a, a for the win exclusive, man. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll mess about with it. I'll mess about with it. But, uh, yeah, it's cool, man. But yeah, cool. it was it was an interesting deck, and the whole the whole three K was interesting. Um, there was so much Guardy and so much Lost Box, but only one of each made it to the to the top eight. Each top eight had a different deck, so that was fun to see. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That is nice. But yeah, Pokey and I did our casting thing. Um, she carried me, Sue. I can't even lie. Yeah, she did. She did. She. You didn't have to agree with me, bro. Uh, hey, yo. I'm trying to be humble and say, you know, Amy did a great job. Yeah, yeah, she carried you guys. You're terrible. Yeah. Bro, dude. I didn't say you're terrible, but you did. You just did yourself, so. Yeah, you, you threw it in your, you you threw threw it yourself under the bus, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. No, she carried, though. She carried. Um, I was, because we, um, I went the night before, and Josh had her show me, you know, what to do and how to work stuff. And he showed me the stream deck. And I said, okay, I can handle the stream deck. Or, you know, Amy can do it. You know, we'll talk about it when we get there. And Amy got there. She's like, I've never used a stream deck before. But she knew how to use a uh, stream element, stream elements. We stream through stream elements, not, not OBS. Mm. And I said, well, I don't know stream elements like you do. I said, okay, you handle everything element wise, and I'll handle everything stream deck wise. And I couldn't commentate that I wanted to because if they took a prize, I had to press you know a button on the stream deck to take away a prize, to hide the prize, and hide this prize, and I had to do this and that, and I had to remove you know count the loss zone. I'm, I'm pressing buttons like a telephone operator, you know, in the 1960s. I'm over there tapping stuff I'm like, yeah, I mean that's true. I like stream decks so again. much. Like, I have oh. two of them. I want to get one of them. You know, There's, I think that would help me. Enough. Shout out to Elgato, not a sponsor. Hey, I mean, I got I got the Elgato face cam. So yeah, shout out to Elgato, not a sponsor. But I mean, Elgato, if you want to, we're here. I've got their cam link. If that's anything. Yeah, that's that's, that's hey, good, the three yeah. of us are here. We're using. Listen, Elgato, we're using three of your products. We're all here. We're all here right now. Just. I like Stuman ta- tag Elgato when this uh, goes when when you post this no. tomorrow, man. Hey, this guy's a reacher. (laughs) He's a dreamer. We're using Microsoft Windows. You want me to tag them too? (laughs) At Bill Gates. We're using Microsoft (laughs) to do everything we do all the time. Please give us money. We don't mind money. Please. This is not a scam. Love Gazer Beam 2K. Uh Totally. But no, but yeah, the 3K was fun, man. Emmy, Emmy did a great job. I feel like I did okay. I was busy pressing buttons, but if I, I feel like we did a really good job. And it was fun. And it, it came out really nice. Um, I definitely hope we can do it again. I was talking to Josh and Andrew and everyone. They want to do this, a, a 3K like this, or at least a 1K, close to every set release almost. Mm-hmm. So like four so, times a year. I'm like, sheesh. They can, uh, if they'd love to have us both, uh, you know. Like uh, I said, I would love to do it again. Send, um, send me Emmy out. was great. Uh, I would like I said, to, I would love to do it again. To, to come out and cast. Like I said, I would love to do it again. And Emmy <laughs> is a great co-host. Are you still in the, um, Steve's? are you still doing the webcam wars? We are a little bit. We're on a little bit of a hiatus right now until I think Worlds. I also think Nick's like making some moves uh with his personal life at the moment so we're just kind of like chilling for now but we are we were still doing them up until naic and we uh we gave away a whole booster box of powder evolved to the winner of a series which was harrison birch uh they played almost every week and did pretty well and got points we did like a whole circuit kind of thing so we're working on what we can do going forward and and do it again um and continue Good, it but yeah. yeah just a little bit of a hiatus right now with like the summer and the break and uh, events plus now locals are back and 
championship mm-hmm. point Cups, events, challenges. cops challenges, full on, full swing. So it makes it a little bit harder to like dedicate the time to uh, to go forward. Ah, oh, cool, cool, cool. Yes, I'm yeah, yeah, uh, pretty cool. Life be life, and life be doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Life be life, and yeah, for sure. Life be life, and um, my uh, I missed my locals last week. I played in one yesterday. I took that. Um, have I shown you my Zorark Gardevoir deck? Yeah, you had it on stream. It was, it was yeah, it was stream, yeah. It was abysmal. And I, 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 it worked. I took it last week. Locals went three one. Would you play took it last night? Seniors the entire went time. One. What'd you say? No, I didn't play seniors the entire time. Although last night's match, I did play a uh, Manaya. I did play my stepdaughter. We ended up matching up. We both were one and one, hmm. and I beat her. But you know, I I, I uh, coached her through some of the stuff. You know, and she she played pretty well. You she played God of Bar. I beat. I had to. I you tragic, her... mate. Yeah. <laughs> You're my daughter. You win. No, I've got to beat you. So you, you learn. I gotta sort this out, love. I'm sorry. I'm here to do business. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, no, I, I coached her through some of the moves. You know, there's one time she didn't attack. So well, no, look. Psychic embrace retreat attack. She's like, oh yeah. I'm like, yeah. So, but she played pretty well. She just misplayed like twice. But um, the Zorak deck, it, it's it's fun and it it it, it kind of worked. But um, I I wanted to take it to some challenges. My 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 t- locals had a a six day stre- stretch of challenges from last Thursday to Tuesday. Challenge, challenge, challenge. I went to Thursdays, but I missed it. Didn't get there in time. Didn't get my deck list in time. Friday I'm in in Vegas. Saturday in Vegas. Sunday in Vegas. Monday in Vegas. And Tuesday. Jazzy and I, my wife and I had something going on. So I'm like, I miss every single challenge. But we have so many locals here that most of them are going to get cups. They already have, most of them have challenges. I think by the end of October, we'll have maybe eight stores that can host cups. So it's, I'll be able to get some points around here. I might, I might just go to worlds based off of points. You know what I mean? Just, just these cups and challenges points. So, Mm. hey, (laughs) never set foot at a regional. Yeah. You never know. It's doable. It's a, it's a little bit more of a grind, but it's doable. Yeah, I'd rather do like our guy, uh, Andrew Hedrick, we had on last week and just, uh, you know, win a couple regionals and go, okay, cool, I'm chilling. <laughs> he just, he literally won back-to-back regionals like, oh, wow, I guess this is a thing now. <laughs> mm-hmm. But no, shout out to our locals here. Man, our local scene here is, is great. It's huge, man. It's growing, and I, I love it. I love the fact I'm part of it, man. I just, I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I started playing IRL. So, Sean, that's why I say I employ you, man. Just... Start playing. It's it's fun. You meet people. You interact with people. It's a good time. That's what I'm looking forward to. I mean, with, with where I am, it, London is surprisingly barren of 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 a, of a local scene. It's so strange. Well, the the biggest city in our in our country is 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 quite barren. There's a lot more going up in like places like Liverpool, Manchester, Nottingham. They're mm. quite um, big places for Pokemon TCG. But London is just yeah. I think that the culture down here. I've said this before. Is just not not open to that. Personally. Very um, modern, I guess, in one way, um, but not very open to those kinds of things from what I've seen on my side. I have not met a single person in my local area, I think in my life, since I've started doing this and being aware of it, that plays the Pokemon TCG, Uh, apart from those who got involved from, you know, being friends with me or something. So it's just so barren. Don't get me wrong. I'll go to a locals and there'll be people there playing it, right? But at the end of the day here, there's just no scene for it in the slightest. You know, there's, as I said, the locals, but nothing more than that. And it'd be kind of hard to, to grow that. I mean, there was locals, there was a locals that was going on in my very local area, right? Like I'm talking like, uh, if I get a bus there, it takes about 20 minutes. Um, even there, they tried, they opened up a geek retreat, which is pretty much the biggest um, brand for like, this biggest card shop, I'd say, brand in the country. Um, and they closed within like a couple months because there was wow. just nothing happening. 
literally they they, they were there and never gone literally nothing um there is one card shop in my local local area that isn't like towards the central of london um and even then they just there's just no pokemon tournaments there's, there's Yu-Gi-Oh, but no pokemon so in my part of london there is like nothing absolutely nothing so i have to travel quite a bit but i will go to them but i don't think there'll be a scene thriving in that kind of way um but i'm cool with that but when you find it and just you know anything that's regionals that happen locally eic head to those man and get a deck start yep. playing and it's fun Soon mm-hmm. you can you can really you some you've been playing, playing longer than I have, man. It's a good time. The people you meet, the interactions, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Not often yeah. you'll find a a bad egg or a turd in the punch bowl, but for the most part, everyone's <laughs> everyone's super awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, I'll be going for a good time, and that's what matters to me. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm looking forward to when I get back from holiday going to the locals. I think that's that'll be my next step, priority wise. That's what's up. Mm. Um, before we move on from. Obsidian Flames. Anything else we need to touch on in there? I found one card I um, wanted to talk about. Have you guys seen that Thunderous? The one where it's in the oh, active like... uh, protects your yeah. bench or whatever? Prevents your bench. Yeah, and then for 200, you can swing one, uh, 140. But it, it hurts itself for 90. Yeah. yeah. And it's got 110 if, HP. Yeah, if it had 120, <laughs> it'd be nah, so much no better. Nope. Yeah, had... <laughs> yeah, you're just well, asking to get looped. Well, I'm thinking. Look, if you had, if you had, uh, if it had 120 HP, it'd be so much better because you could put on emergency jelly. Yeah. You go down, you know, to 30 HP left, heal yourself completely, and then you can't get a uh, cramorant. You know, you can't get spit shot. Crammed, yeah. You know, for uh, for that one, you know, for if you had 120, but it has 110, which is kind of rough. But I look at it as a, a nice single prize option for something like Maridon. Maridon doesn't have a good single yeah. prize attacker. Yeah, I, I back it. So that. I think that's that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, just situationally, hey, here's 140, so I can hit through a random mimic ex or so i can you know do an even prize trade with a single prize deck something like that because that's right on such a good deck and it hits early and often but trading two for one isn't the way to go from a ride on so i think it gives another option some more layers i'm desperate man. i want my ride on to work i missed that i missed that deck I, I played it for like three weeks when it first came out and i fell in love with it but i hated it at the same time and now i miss it you know it's like an ex-lover you know after a while you miss them but i'm like there's no single prize option how do i make it better so Mm-hmm. I just Gen I don't know. Maridon, mate. Gen Power's the new Maridon. That's that. Nah, don't, don't, Sean, don't, <laughs> don't, no, don't do that. It took its spot. Maridon was like the, the 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 deck that people would you know take to a tournament and you know a bit more like well I guess you could argue tier two. And then um, literally Chen Power came out and was like yeah that's my spot now. Cheers and Maridon kind of just disappeared a little bit. Um, so, no, yeah, Chen Power needs too many pieces. It needs too many pieces. Same about you need your Chen Power. You need water energy. You need a Baxcalibur or a Frigibaxtail. You need a Baxcalibur in hand. You need a rare candy. You need Irida. Too many pieces going on. Too much. Not pretty consistent, though. It's just, uh, what is it? Just low HP, two prizer, isn't it? I guess Maridon suffers the same fate. But Maridon just needs, you just need freaking uh, Raikou, maybe. A Maridon even. And you need to hit one generator and you're good to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. So much simpler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't I don't believe in Chen Power anymore. I, I tried it for like, Three weeks, I tried like five different lists, and nothing felt right to me. So I gave up on Chimpel. Like I just, I don't believe anymore. I see it doing well and decently. One made top eight here at a in the, in the Dark Side 3K, and I think what one was top sixteen at NAIC. And it, it does, you know, it's doing well. It's, it's top in places, but I'm just, it's the third most, it's the third most played deck online on Limitless. But I just, I don't believe in it anymore. No one can make me believe in it. I just don't see it. No, it needs so many no pieces, and we missed a piece. No one believes in you. So, does that have anything to do with um, PDCGL? GM Power being the third most played on Limitless. Is that? Do you think there's anything PDCGL related? 
because it's like the deck that you get for free it's it's easier to work towards to complete maybe people like lean towards well, no, it i think more. a lot of those people are entering a lot mm -hmm. of people who get that deck for free aren't entering in limitless tournaments right they're just playing casually for fun mm -hmm. it's having a good time the people are mm -hmm. actually take the limitless who like hey i can win with this let me make a run with it yeah. in some type of tournament so i think there's yeah. you know merits there people like it but i think it's not you know winning mm. everything because it's just it's too inconsistent it needs so many pieces you miss a, a moving part of it and you're like well now what do i do i have three energy i need four i can't get there um i there only have one free only have one fridgy backs down what do i do now so i think it's just too many pieces that too many things can, can go wrong with that deck maridon yeah, feels like right? exactly maridon feels like you know not a lot can go wrong but if you miss something then that's it that was your that you have one line of play if you miss like well now what you know mm. but like fridgy backs i'm not fridgy back, uh <laughs> Um, uh, Chin Pal feels like just too much can go wrong, and if it goes wrong, you're just like, what do I do now? When everything goes right, though, it pops. It it, it oh, can yeah. go right and pop, but I don't believe in Chin Pal anymore. I I lost all faith. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think no. though what what Sean said that PTCGL has something to do with it. I think I think he's onto something there because like if you I've seen a lot of people, especially in Twitch streams, like complain like it's hard to get cards. I don't have codes. I don't want to spend money. Because it is a free deck that they give you, it makes it easier to craft the minimal pieces needed. You have to, you yeah. can't just assume that like everybody came from PTCGO and has everything and has heaps of dust and crystals and stuff. No, you're right. But I mean, I don't think that translates to playing on limitless. Does Pot it? Potentially, yeah, because they, they see like, oh, cool, I could win codes for prizing uh, hmm. and then potentially go that route. I think there's a little bit of a merit to it. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think it's the whole picture. I think I think it might help it yeah, be a bit more popular there, you know. But then it's pop. Gardevoir, obviously, I know is one of the most popular anyway. But what's that on Limitless? That's number one, isn't it? Hmm. Is Gardevoir number? Is it Guardian Lost no. Box number one? Which one is it? Uh, I haven't looked in a while. It was. I think it was. I think now it's like it might even be Arceus Dex to be honest with you. <laughs> Guardian's number one. Arceus second. Lost Box. Intellion sixth. Crazy. That's wild. I mean, it's a, it's a good deck. It's it's a big it's a big brain deck. It's a good deck. You have to you know plan your strategy out like two turns two yeah. turns in advance. You know yeah, you have to plan yeah, yeah, it plan yeah. out two turns in advance. But it's it's a good deck. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, it's a very good deck. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I've, I've always got interest as to how like the the PDCGL affects that kind of stuff. You know, it does interest me. But I I, I want to see how Twin Leaf comes. You don't know about Twin Leaf, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I want to see how that pans out. Yeah, we'll see how they handle everything. I've been following mm -hmm. them all and keeping an eye on it, but there's not enough information really to go off of just yet other than what they want to do. So we got to get yeah. them boys on there, man. We got to talk to Jake Gearhart and everybody. We got to get the boys on yeah. this podcast. I'm sure it, it depends. I mean, I, I, I'm speaking to one of one of the developers. Uh, he's a fan of my channel, um, but it's looking promising. They 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 do want to take everyone's advice in that they've asked me for some input here and there um so they hey, yo. they definitely care they definitely care yeah i mean that's that's not that's not a leak or anything they've they, they he's made it public on my discord that he'll be reaching out to me for stuff so um, you guys heard it here first for the win tcg is a big time name now <laughs> and is getting it no, asked advice nice. from <laughs> it's no that's it's nice. that's good though that's that, i mean that's yeah, what yeah. a lot of it feels like and if maybe it's a fact it's, it's you know more of a, of a you know they're coming from from the heart of you know wanting to play the game you know a game that works that's what it feels mm -hmm. like it should be you know ask your player ask your ask your player base ask your fan base you know what works what shouldn't work what would you like to see what do we need and there was a couple of times where I think the developers of PTCGL did that but some of those things just didn't translate 
Like I know oh, one of the main nitpicks that people have is uh, when you win the game, you have to take your last, you know, couple prizes. You know, whereas yeah. you know PTC Joe should just take them for you. And even before that, PTC Joe had you take your own prizes as well. As well. And eventually, that became like a, a slice of life. You know convenience where it just it did it on its own and we all got used to it and now that it doesn't yeah. happen it's kind of jarring like wow i have to press the oh okay here i go taking my own prizes and just yeah. something little like that that was a problem early on in ptcgo got mm. fixed and you know updated later on and now it's back in this new game it's something that should be like rectified like just immediately it should be an easy fix shouldn't it yeah it was a, it's a backtrack isn't it they, they clearly didn't use ptcgo um as a uh, a foundation for their client they the just the template was right there in my opinion the template was right there oh yeah you of just, course yeah, yeah, yeah they completely messed it up completely messed it up but yeah it seems and even like, though they asked uh, players you know what what improvements should we make it seemed like some of those haven't translated yet so the fact that you know the the, the twin leaf guys you know and jake gearhart shout out to jake gearhart and everyone like that they're asking you know people like you and other creators you know what they want to see this is great you know i'm, yeah, I'm kind of I'm, I'm intrigued people, yeah because i know the, the twin leaf is just like oh they just announce it and be and then they kind of just you know vanished a little bit but you know they're, 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 they're developing right they're doing that what they should be doing right um but i can say from my perspective that they they definitely undoubtedly care far more than pdcgl does without a doubt like the only Jeez. time pdcgl communicates is more of a sake of either one i wouldn't even say damage control but if it was it would be that or just to kind of effectively keep us quiet that's what it seems like whenever they do talk about it you know it's just like oh yeah this is happening all right yeah bye-bye you know, that's, that's kind of what it feels like when it comes to at least the Pokemon company's way of talking about PDCGL. The devs, don't get me wrong, that's a bit different. But I don't know, man. There's, there's, there's a massive disconnect with the people working on PDCGL and the community. Um, and it could easily be solved if they just took the time to speak to people who use it and go, what do we need to do and how do we do it? Or, well, to be fair, not how, but what do we need to do? You know, what, what's your idea? But... Mm-hmm. Seems like they're not even open to that much anymore, you know, because a lot of, they've got such a backlog, you know, they're, they're just playing catch up all the time. And the reason they're doing that is because they didn't do what they should have done first, which is what the which is what Twin Leaf are doing now. And that actually is think about it, you know, ask people if you don't know, really care. Um, so the good thing about Twin Leaf, from what I can tell so far, is that the developers actually um, they are a part of the community, but like they're members of the community who play the game, who see the problems of PDCGL themselves and go, okay, we're going to try and take it on ourselves with the backing of Dan TDM, which is fantastic. And yeah, they're, they're, they're taking the necessary steps. So I'm quite, I'm, I'm looking forward to Twin Leaf. That's why I am. If it was just like, oh, they announced it and then they vanished, I'd be like, oh, I don't know. But the fact that they have reached out and stuff and, and, and do want to provide a good user experience is definitely uh, optimistic, uh, gives me some optimism that PDCGL didn't give at all. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Give them some time mm. to get the product rolling and yeah, be patient. And, definitely. Just know, stick they, it they, in they, there for now and that. hang out with PTCGL while we wait. You guys heard it here first. Sean of For the Win TCG says PTCL doesn't care about players or anyone else. Whoever calls a shot, definitely not. <laughs> Dang, he he doubled down. I thought I thought you were gonna backtrack. Like no 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 no, you doubled down. Sheesh. Yeah, I think that, yeah. I mean, unless it's proven, not actions speak louder than words, man. It, it's... That's true, and that's exactly true. Something yeah, there's, that's... like I said, little, just even a little thing should have been done, or you know, it should have been some more communication. Like you say, they usually communicate when something goes wrong. Hey, guys, we're working on this. We're gonna fix it. Um, this card is banned in the meantime. You know, you're right. I'll, I'll give you that. You're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a bit of a downer, but it is, it is what I think to be true. I mean, I, I gave them, I get in my in my own way, I gave them a chance. 
during the beta, right? And then when the beta's over, I was like, okay, is there going to be anything different going on? No, nope, no, nope, it's just, oh, yeah, same all, the, all the beta was was a title. There's an extra title, right? <laughs> That's what it was. They, they, well, they gave us some sleeves and a coin. Like, here you guys go. You played in yeah, the beta. Well, thank you for taking part of the beta. Here is the same game with barely any changes. It's like, no, you've just, you've just, you just wanted to call it a beta and then you, you, you've had some sort of requirements or time constraints to have it officially released by this point. Um, given its delays by the higher ups at TPCI, um, so yeah, I just I just think that a lot of it maybe there's people who are developing the game who do care, right? Don't get me wrong, I'm not I'm not trying to put everyone in one boat, but whoever is calling the shots, whoever it is that is determining what path they take, how things should go, oh wait a minute, they I don't think they give a damn. I'll be honest, I don't think they give a single damn, not at all. I like that take though. I respect that take. Hmm. Stephen, why can't you be more vocal like that, man? Every time I say anything, you criticize me, so. Ha! <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to keep You got to back your brother, Gazer. <laughs> back your man. <laughs> um, I think it's about that time, isn't it, Stephen? Uh, for your torture fest, yeah. No, this is the game that's sweeping the nation. Sean, you, you weren't here for this, yeah. man. It just started a while ago. People love this game. They can't stop talking about it. Everyone is just, oh, everyone can't wait to the... This part of the podcast is now time for a game that we like to call, and by we I mean Supin and I, because he loves this game too. Where are they from? Ah, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you three questions mm. about three Pokemon who are tend, tend to be forgotten, and you got to tell us, you know, where are they from? You know, you might forget, you might not be sure. They're so forgettable, but you know, you have to recall, you know, in your memory banks and try to recall where they're from. You can use the generation, so you can say Gen One, Gen Five, Gen Six, or you can say, you know, the region: Sinnoh, Hoenn. Uh, Paldea, whatever works best for you. You have maybe a, a second to answer the question. And if not, you get a buzzer on that one. Sue, when you got the buzzer queued up? No. Oh, all right. Ah. Are you going to queue it up for us? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and if you get it right, you get the, the, the sounds of cheering kids. Sue, when you got those kids ready for us? Yeah, they're ready to go. If they don't behave, they'll get put through the blender. There, there you guys go. You heard. <laughs> Let out of the basement, you know. <laughs> Let those kids out the basement. You mess with Gazer, you go in the blender. <laughs> <laughs> but Mr. Gazer, sorry, but no. Um, we're taking the top scores from this season. Um, anyone who goes three three for three will win a special prize. What uh, the prize for this will be? A, a all expense paid trip to. Uh, where, where are they going, Stephen? I don't know. Paldea. It's not a real place, so sure. It's real, 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 real cheap, real, real cost effective. We'll just put on the VR goggles and say, "Here you go, you're going to Paldea. You'll be excited. You'll like it." No, we can't afford VR but, um, yeah. goggles. You'll get Nintendo Labo. Yeah. But, uh, um, the cardboard. I think we've only had one person go three for three, and it was it was a, it was a tag team uh, event. It was uh, some of our breaker friends, Furion and ADL. They went three for three, and they bribed us in in code, card, in code cards, which is fine. So, Sean, if you want to bribe us in anything, you can also go three for three. Uh, a collab. Okay, so first Pokemon, Pikachu. <laughs> uh, wait, what? Where's Pikachu oh, from? Oh, Pikachu. <laughs> oh, I can't say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You did it. You got it. You, you, got, you did it. <laughs> I definitely need that collab, Stu. I got it. Stupid. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. You ready? You ready, Sean? Yeah, yeah go for it. Go for it. Go for All it. right. Um, first Pokemon. Mincino. Mincino. Oh, God. Gen 3? Oh, Steuben. Oh, brother. 
Mencino is from Gen 5. Ah, uh, yeah, no. That's from the, the Mantis one, isn't it? The, yeah. Let's see. Let's see if I find someone else you might have forgotten about. Okay, next Pokemon. Arascuda. Gen 6? I'm sorry. Arascuda is Generation 8, Sword and Shield. Bruh. Ah, that's why I didn't know it. What's that? Sean. Arascuda is the one that uh, Cramorat spits out. Oh, okay. And the last Pokemon here. Let's see if we can get this one correctly. This one should be pretty simple. Skarupi. Gen 7? Oh, man. Stupid. What's a Skarupi? Stupid, you got a sound for us? Um... I, I went too far deep in the soundboard. Um, uh, he went down the rabbit hole. He's too far. Anything I I hear, this might work. Oh, no. <laughs> Not the, oh, oh, no. No, Skaroopy is the, uh, the pre-evolved version of Drapion. I like that. Oh, Skaroop, Skaroopy. What did you say? Yeah, yeah Skaroopy. Sorry, Sean. No, you no, went no, 0 no. for 3. You missed literally everything. Can yeah, we still collab though? Yeah, of course. Oh yes, yes. I'm the real winner here then. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, yeah, no, you've been scammed. <laughs> but no, that was the game. Where are they from? Um, Sean, you, you got to work on your generations, man. You got you to know your, your, your generations and your regions. Uh, I, I welcome your cards, you know? I welcome your cards. <laughs> He does the cards. Um, Subin, did we miss anything? Is there anything else going on? Uh, we have a little bit of Q&A, but I don't know how many of them are real. Um, <laughs> because real? two of these go together. Antiloader says, why is Steuben better than Gazer Pokemon? But then QWERTY asked, Steuben, do you pay people to say that Gazer is better than you? I don't I don't pay anyone anything. I'm, first of all, that's like the complete opposite of what Anti said. So... Uh, what's the line from uh, uh, Billy Madison? Where, where we you, you both get nothing. May God have mercy on your souls. And everyone in this room is now dumber for having to listen to you. What are you trying to say here, Stuart? You know, I, I don't know. Uh, we, we have <laughs> one real question. And this is from Rogue Trainer PTC. Do you guys ever feel that the rise in, quote, factions, unquote, if that's the right word, excluding some people or making other people feel that way, like collecting members or becoming a popularity contest. Not my view. Just curious to see what, if uh, there was a possible train of thought that people experience. Uh, so to, to reiterate that into a more questionable question, mm-hmm. I feel like they're asking us if there's like, if there's like clicks that gatekeep in the Pokemon communities, not just necessarily the playing since they mentioned collecting. Oh, uh, I haven't experienced any myself, so I'd be out of touch with this. Gazer, what do you think, Stu? Uh, any, I, I really don't have an opinion, ultimately. I think in I think that's more of like collecting. I think the, the playing community is pretty solid in general mm-hmm. in terms of like mm. 
streaming content creation tournament scene there might be people that withhold information but that's just like secret deck tech that's just part of the game itself so yeah like you're not going to give away your tech yeah like if you're playtesting groups on to uh, say insert this card into insert this deck they're Ooh. not going to give that information away like publicly um it would. And, and you have like article people that write you know sell articles and so on and so forth but again that's more of uh i think a, a service or an information yeah. sort of thing that's not clicky or factiony yeah like i think that. i think if anything if anything's clicky is like there's a vgc group there's a collector group there's a tcg group there's a unite group there's a go group but even then like people intertwine and have interest in all of them that's just interests yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so that just just varies on you know what you what do you like to play? What do you enjoy? You know, we all enjoy Pokemon as, you know, as whole, but, you know, some enjoy cards, some enjoy the VGC, mm-hmm. some enjoy just Unite. So, I mean, it, I wouldn't go that far to say that. I wouldn't say anyone's gatekeeping. I guess you could say there's fractions, not fractions, factions. Um, but I wouldn't say anyone's gatekeeping. Like, you know, like, I wouldn't go that far. No. Yeah. There are, yeah. you know, there are, you know, people have different, sim- you know, Similar interests, but are different from uh, the type of genre or whatever you're into. That's and that's fair. That's fine. But no one's gatekeeping. I don't think. Yeah, one thing I like about this community is the open dialogue. I, I like that. I like that people just kind of talk about what they want to talk about with relation to the Pokemon TCG. You know, people have takes, whatever bad takes, good takes. I have bad takes. I have good takes. You, everyone does, right? But the fact that people are just willing to talk about it, you know, and take take you know take someone saying to them, "Oh, you've got a terrible take," or someone else saying to them, "You've got a good take." I think the fact that we just like ultimately we're all interested in it so we all just kind of talk about it regardless mm-hmm. of whether our take is bad or not we just like the discussion i think that community is pretty good with that um a lot of hot takes but uh, a, lot of hot takes. a lot but open discussion ultimately when it comes to that so i think that's really good of our community i don't think people are very afraid to say what they think about something in the uh, in regards to the pokemon tcg in our community i don't i don't see much of that yeah i don't think so either. but you're right a lot of hot takes you know people will say things Oh yeah, you know it might be how they feel, but you know they say things. No, you know, knowing you have to say like they know that you know people are going to disagree. It's going to be you no know, viewed, you know, kind of divisive. So yeah, I guess you could say a lot of hot takes, but yeah, mm-hmm. but nothing divisive particularly yeah. in, in any sort of real sense. You know, there's obviously opinion dividers, but that's just opinions. I think I think a lot of our community is pretty good at uh, being able to understand that that it's just an opinion on a card game. It ain't that deep, you know, <laughs> which is quite nice. You know, there's some <laughs> take it too 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 far, but very very rarely. Yeah, I don't, I don't vibe with that statement at all. So yeah, I think we're all pretty chill so far. I haven't really had any awful interactions with anyone specifically or whatever like that. Like so, yeah. I mean, when you met me, you gave me a hug. So I guess you're right. He's not gonna let that go. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's how I know he cares. So when Sean Subinag get behind the scenes, let me pull back the curtain real quick so everyone can hear this. Behind the scenes, Subinag get into it sometimes, and we get into well, who it. Who doesn't, though? Who doesn't? He calls me names. I call him names. I threaten okay, to quit. Okay. He quits. We go back and forth. But I, I always have to oh, remind man. myself, he gave me a hug at NAIC. He really does, you know, view me as a friend. He really does care. Do we hate each other at times? Yes. But, you know, at the, by the end of the day, we still love each other. So, like, he gave me a hug. I keep the myself, only person hug. I hate is myself. Me. The only person I hate is myself. <laughs> <laughs> What's, who's the next person? Oh me? no! <laughs> uh, who, who, oh, no. Who, who doesn't people who what what who doesn't like who? Uh, I, I've heard Hitler was a bad guy. I don't like him. <laughs> come on, let's let's be realistic. Like, come on. I I don't hate anybody other than myself. Sometimes that's straight straight up truth. 
in in honesty uh what is it imposter oh, that, syndrome that's, that's... and all that kind of stuff uh-huh. and yeah <laughs> hey, so do, do we ever leak the dms out man like put them on a on a website you and i will both never see the light of day in the pokemon community ever again if we do you know how much that patreon would get though man you know how much we swear at each other or at least i swear at you and call you an idiot (laughs) oh yeah but imagine behind a paywall patreon 10 bucks to to view the website before we get canceled we'll make a lot of money i don't think so we really don't make any money as it is in the first place so (laughs) so when i seen a question but you got rid of it too quickly I'll, i'll ask it anyway maybe you guys can answer it um Anti-loader asked, and I remember this, you, you deleted it though. Why do people blame Gazer? I don't know. Because you're like the easiest target, I guess. I don't I don't know. Just I am tired of all this blame, man. I'm I'm really a good guy on deep down on the inside. Yeah, you gotta blame yourself for that though. <laughs> okay. We'll never get an answer then. We'll never know. It's just blame. <laughs> We need to get on guard back in here. On guard and Vulcan Turtle. They started this, man. Nine card. Yeah. It's their fault. All right. We have one more question. And this one's serious. This one's from Curly TCG. Advice on stopping addictive behaviors, as in when you're you initial that clean state. Uh when did you or do you not do to go back? Okay. Let's just let's just I, I'm gonna have to like not read these questions because they're like paragraphs or whatever. Uh, but basically, uh, they say that they've addicted of a very, uh, uh, they've uh, developed an addictive personality and they're trying to clean up. Hearing us was uplifting. So any advice oh. that we can give them on stopping addictive behaviors? Uh, if I have anything to say, you don't have to do it alone. Get your friends, your family, your partners, significant others, whatever friend group, local community. You don't have to do it alone mm-hmm. when it comes to anything like that. Um, my advice, and you know, we talked about it earlier. And Curly, I know you, Curly listens a lot. Curly's one of my uh, pretty, he's pretty close to being a local, hour and a half away from me, Bakersfield, California. So he, I know he listened earlier, so he'll listen back later. But uh, Curly, when you hear this part, um, and this goes for anyone listening, do not surround yourself with enablers. Anyone who says, "Oh, you're 100 percent right," anyone who agrees with you at all times, anyone who's just like, "Hey, that's fine. What you're doing is okay." Find someone who's actually going to tell you you know, who's going to say, you know, that you're in the wrong on that. Hey, that's not right. Hey, if you need help, I'm here for you. Find someone who, you know, supports you that way. Don't, don't put yourself around enablers because they'll just, they'll, in, they'll do exactly that. They'll enable what you, the problems you have. They'll just help you with it and go on with it. And you don't, if you're trying to stop and trying to do some, stop doing something, you don't need that. Keep yourself away from enablers. And like students that reach out to, to actual friends and family, true friends will, you know, call you out on your BS, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, my piece would be, um, genuinely, honestly seek real, genuine professional help. I think that's under, undervalued. I think that's, uh, almost, uh, stigmatized, but the best, when it comes to getting rid of the the issues I've had, it's always been when I've reached out to someone professionally because, and it will only work if you trust them fully. You have to uh, immediately trust them fully and go, right, I'm going to tell you everything. I'm going to answer every question you have. I'm going to let you guide me through this and I'm going to commit. And that's what it is. You have to be ready to commit. But ultimately, once you have been ready and you are ready to commit, you go to a professional because it's going to be difficult. You're going to suffer. You will. 
right? That's inevitable. You're going to suffer because you're losing something your, your brain thinks it needs, not wants, but needs, right? Which is serious. So you're going to suffer a lot, but you have to be willing to take that uh, and bear that and then have faith in the fact that there is another side to it, that after that suffering, you will not only feel better, but be better. You will be more confident in yourself, in your ability to take on things that are hard and be more aware of how you fall into addiction as well. And that's all done through um, seeking genuine professional help. So that's what I would say. I, I agree that transparency is huge. Saying, you know what, I, I need help and I need someone who can help me with this. Uh, that transparency is huge. You can't sit, sit there and say, I have a and problem, trust. I need help. Yeah, and, and the trust is huge, man. And, and, and the person helping you, 100%. You have to trust yeah. them fully. And it will work. You just have to ride through it. And then it'll work 100%. Mm -hmm. Got to be real with yourself and just, <laughs> yeah, trust, believe. Mm -hmm. Fully. I think that was the best answer we ever had to uh, uh, anything. Yeah. We, we, man, we did good. We, that was, <laughs> we all, did. that was all him, bro. Hey, hey, you, <laughs> you said your part. I said my, it's, it's a collective. It all we came together. It, yeah, 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 we did it. Someone's going to go back and listen to it. Look, breaking the fourth wall. Curly's in here right now. Someone's going to go back and listen to this, and Curly's probably, he listened right now, and they're going to put all three parts together. And, they, you know, this whole little three-minute spiel we're on, it's going to, you know, it might it might spark some change in someone that they need. So I, I'm happy we can have real moments like this, man. And as I've always said, uh, you know, never be afraid to, like, reach out to, to Gazer and I. Uh, we're pretty good with, like, getting back to DMs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Worst case scenario, you just want somebody to talk to, join our Discord server. Join our individual Discord servers. Hit us up on Twitter instagram tiktok whatever uh we're, we're here for all of you because you're all here for all of us every week with these episodes and listening so oh, uh oh getting emotional not getting okay getting emotional getting there but no yeah like during covid for myself i, I lost myself man because i didn't i couldn't interact with people the way i was used to it and i didn't know who i was or you know what to, i didn't know that was a huge part of me I'm, if you don't if you guys can't tell i like to run my mouth and talk and have a good time couldn't do that during covid everything was you know shut down and a lot of my you know family and friends were working a lot so when I started streaming, you know, that was a relief for me and that, you know, people like Passman to Guaps, YouTube, and um, you guys, you know, at that time carried me for like that year, man, of me just not losing my mind. And I've had people reach out to me, you know, saying things, you know, how I helped them out. Josh Hatter, matter of fact, said I helped him get through, you know, that COVID year. And people reached out and said things like that. And even to this day, people still reach out and say, you know, Gazer, can I talk to you, Gazer? You know, and, and I'm I'm here for all of you guys. Like Susan said, we are here for anyone because you guys have been here for us. And that just... I get a little emotional on that point, but yeah, I, if anyone need, ever needs to talk, man, I'm down. Let me know. Well said. That's all I can say. Mm. Mm. So we've we've covered everything. The only thing we're not doing this week is stonks, because uh, like again, I give you the normal speech. Don't pay crazy <laughs> pre-order prices for cards. Oh, so so just get on the soapbox first, man. Step just, up there. Get on the soapbox. No, no, no. Uh, I will say, though, if you're going to buy anything, remember to check out darksidegames.com and use code GOW10 for 10% off of singles. Gow. So uh, I know they will heavily list cards at release date and as well as uh, product. So when you buy the singles from them, use that use that code. Support us. Support them because mm -hmm. they're supporting us. So Shout Quick stones question, though. What card? Because there's always a card during these pre-releases that you know goes for two hundred dollars. What card do you think that'll be this time? 
it's gonna be Charizard, obviously. Charizard, yeah. Which, which Charizard? <laughs> which Charizard? Any, any of them. Any of them. <laughs> any of them. Not any of them. The gold one, the full art, the regular, the terrestrial full art. <laughs> that they're all just don't. And what's unfortunate for this time is it's probably the in a vacuum the most playable EX in the set, even the regular mm. one. In a yeah. vacuum, in a vacuum. I like Glamora, like but yeah, you're probably right. Oh yeah, in a vacuum. Okay, you're right. Like it's 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 probably the only like pure archetype that will come out of this you're set right. that is going to get hype, and because it's unfortunately a Charizard, we're probably going to see that regular EX probably for at least a couple weeks be twenty to thirty dollars. Because if we look yeah. back in time, we look at Palkia, we look at Lugia. Uh, those were $20 Vs, $30 V-Stars for a couple weeks. Maridon, Chin Pao. Maridon was $15, $20 for a week or two. Chin Pao was $10, $15 for a week or two. Yeah. The fact that this has Charizard on it and in it also invokes the collectors who just want those cards. So be careful with your, your need to have it uh, settle for something else like Glamora or Reverum, uh, if you're on a budget. Do not expect to make big returns from this. And again, we haven't seen crazy pull rates yet. There's not enough data. There's not enough product that has been opened yet. We'll see what no. happens with pre-releases this weekend. So make sure you go support your local game stores uh, and, and play in those pre-release events if you have the opportunity to do so. I mean... Uh, I think I'm doing about three. How many are you doing, Stupid? I'm running one and probably just playing in one somewhere else if I can. Okay. okay. I would rather I go to a cup or a challenge than a pre-release at this point in time, especially with the amount of cards I want from this set. I know. I know, right? I just, I do it for the, the interactions of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, no, they are fun. I it's used, some of the most fun do it for you the can extra have. Product. Yeah. yeah. I used to do it for the extra product because, like, you know, if, if um, we have a few shops here that, you know, if, uh, you, you get your three you know, extra packs for, you know, participating, but also if you uh, go undefeated, you get two more packs and, you know, stuff like that. So I used to do it to try to, you know, cash on extra packs. But, you know, this set, nothing too ridiculous that I want, you know, want to get. So I'm like, between that and between anything, I, you know, uh, we, I can get my hands on from anywhere else. I should be fine. So I think I'm going to just do like three, four. Throughout the whole remember, Gazer, you're also getting a booster box uh, delivered from uh, Darkseid. So keep that in mm-hmm. mind when you're, when you're, when you're spending. Uh, just, mm-hmm. just saying. And Supin, speaking of booster boxes, you already uh, got your hands on one, didn't you? Not from Darkside, which you're getting as well. Shout out to Darkside with the sponsorship. We appreciate you guys. Um, content from Darkside, from our opening through Darkside, will be coming soon. But um, you also have content that you're going to p- be posting tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow. Uh, thank you, TPCI, for the love once again. Uh, we got the ETB, uh, the booster box, and then I got I got this awesome Obsidian Flames pen that I used at the yeah. uh, the League Cup this past weekend, and then uh, there's a bookmark that oh. I gave to to Emily to use for her reading. So uh, yeah, good, good it seems stuff. like um, every third set is like some type of dark fire set, isn't it? Uh, yeah, burning shadows, yeah, darkness ablaze. Then there's this. Uh, we go all the way back to what even I X and Y. I mean, what was it? A flash, flash fire, fire was the that third was, set. I thought it was third set. It was the second set. I thought yeah, it was the third. Yeah, it whatever. Was Furious Fist. Was Furious Fist yeah. was the third one, and that was where like they got some good cards. So I enjoyed Furious Fist. That's when I started playing the game online again. Lucario EX baby won me yes. my first league challenge. It was, oh, it was a challenge. I like Lucario EX. Sean, did you see that one? It had three attacks, man. Three attacks. 
I did, yes, yes. I don't remember much of it, but I, I remember being getting into the game. And that 30, 30 for one, 60 for two, to, and you draw, draw until you have six cards in hand. And then the, the third one was like 150, but you had strong energy. And uh, you had muscle band, and you had fighting stadium, and halucha, and it just turned into be a big beat stick. Plus, you had the bat line to ping damage counters for easy knockouts. It was su it was such a fun deck. It was it was fun. I really enjoyed Furious Fist a lot. Um, I when I first started playing, you know, I just had a, a few codes and a few cards, and I got my hands on a couple of Machamps, uh, the regular Machamps. They added you know twenty damage. So I played a Lucario deck with the Machamps, and it was kind of clunky sometimes. But when I got it going, Lucario's just hitting everything for like two hundred damage, yeah, one shotting everything, just bam, and that was that was fun, man. But yeah, that was the third beat set. Beat my favorite. I love beat sticks. I, for me, the closest one I remember to that was probably Buzzword GX. That was a beat stick that I really that got, Yeah, that got just. I, I, I like think the one so. Thing too. The, the other than the EX, like I said earlier, Reverum's probably the first deck I want to build. I I actually really want to build Palafin. Because it's like Galissapod and Buzzball in one package. On a it does look kind of sick, you know. Yeah. Palafin, I do like the look. Yeah. Was it 210? Yeah. 210 for two if, if it moves uh, up. And then you have Jet Punch for 30 and 30. So uh, I I will 100% be building Palafin, even if I just play little kids at League with it. Okay, you guys heard it here first. Subin will beat kids at his local league. <laughs> so all seniors and juniors, beware. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, hey, yo. Uh, I think we're done here. <laughs> All right. At this point in time, Sean, the floor is yours. Any plugs, shout outs you want to give, uh, anything you want to say, uh, take it away. Uh, yeah, uh, just follow in TCG uh, on YouTube and also on Twitch. I do stream a bit more occasionally now. Um, but that, that'll be it. Yeah, thank you. Uh, you have a Twitter too, don't you? Or uh, I'm sorry, you have an X as well, don't you? I have an X. FTW underscore TCG. That is that is correct. Yes. yes. Of course, all the, links, complaining about PDCGL. all the links down below in the show notes and or description, uh, depending on what audio platform you're listening or if you're watching the video on Spotify. Hopefully you enjoyed our goofiness and uh, when Gazer is doing the game show, pay close attention to me strangling myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Lord, uh, yeah, and uh, go go check out uh, everything that we have down there. Support all the sponsors and everything. So much love. Please leave a review, like we talked about at the beginning with the uh, the review article that went out there. Hopefully, we can bump Gazer Suck 69s review down to the bottom <laughs> on whatever platform that's on. I like that guy. And also, like if you're guy. on Apple, please send me a screenshot of that. If it's on, if that's an Apple review, <laughs> I would love to know. Because I have no idea. That has to be Apple. Because Spotify, you don't I never type anything one. in. You just put stars. Yeah, and... I've never seen that one. Gazer Suck 69. I like that guy, though. Oh, God. But, yeah, that'll do it for uh, for us. Uh, much love, everybody. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the episode. Uh, of course, leave the reviews, all that kind of stuff. Gazer, do you have anything you want to add? I... No. All right. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next week. Much love. Peace out. Thank you guys. Peace.